Ladies and gentlemen, we have a special club top shot tonight. Our OG members, Mike and myself, are going to hold it down. So we had to bring in some heavy hitters to bring us through with no Andy, no Jack, no CSU. I'm sure they're all doing everything they can. But you know who's actually doing everything they can? That's the Plunge Father live from a hotel. It's Mike Zakarian from Team Hoddle. It's time to do this here at Club Top Shot. Let's go. Damien, you can retire. Let's call up Steve Kerr right now. Tell him you're done. Three on two game. Oh, I'm an incredible basketball player. Awful shooter. Awful shooter. Nasty jumper. Would you ever gamble on shooting? Here we go. We got y'all lighting up again. All right. Club Top Shop going up. On a Tuesday. Love. Nerd Bird says, Mike, the Baconator Zakarian is the best kept secret in Top Shot. Do you think that's because you broadcast at 5 a.m. every day, Mike? Yeah, I think so. I think the earlier, that was intentional. Intentionally <laughs> a good kept secret. <laughs> Hey, but you got, you know, you're, you guys are making some waves. I, I saw the Roham uh, retweet the other day. You're, you're getting on the radar. Yeah, if you complain loud enough, somebody <laughs> will retweet you. That's what we've learned. So success. <laughs> uh, I should also say, too, I know, I mean, uh, I assume you guys have talked about your Vegas plans already. I mean, I don't want to break Team yeah. Hoddle news on this stream. Yeah, yeah. No, we're going. We're going the first half, though. I think we're just going to miss each other. We're going uh, 7th to the 10th, I think. And uh, I think we're doing we're doing games on the 8th. We're going to the games on the 8th. So. Yeah, we are like directly uh, not overlapping. It's almost impossible to do. And yet, I guess if you're a big Top Shot fan and you want to go out for the whole week, you get, you know, first half with mom and then you get the second half with dad. <laughs> Honored to be mom. Can, yeah, you, can uh, you imagine a week in Vegas in fucking August? That would be brutal. No. Hey, hey, we're we're doing it for so the fans, hot. Plunge. That's it's what we're doing so it for. Hot. For the community, uh, Plunge. Uh, speaking of doing everything you can, it's Plunge Father from Parts Unknown. You you said you were trying to rack up these frequent flyer miles. You did all of those analogies to uh, Top Shot loyalty programs, and now you had to put your money where your mouth is? <laughs> I think that's the play. I think that's the, that's the only other way that we have to do it. Uh, can you hear my audio? Is that okay? It's getting a little light. It's it's a little wonky. Okay, uh, I I'm I'm in a hotel room in Macon, Georgia. I'm nice. actually I can see the the sports stadiums at Mercer University. That's like I'm I don't know if I'm like technically on campus, but I'm right next to it. I'm here for work. Uh, but Mercer University, the only time I've ever heard of it, NCAA basketball. They're like I feel like they're a quintessential like. 12 to 15 seed because they usually win whatever conference they're in or like they're one of the two or three teams that can win it on a given year um so that's mercer bears that's the only thing i know but beautiful beautiful bricks it's wonderful <laughs> so yes I, I i'm very much like I, you know getting all of the points uh hotel points airline points i've been really thinking can we set up like an ETH points system? <laughs> this, is a, this is a natural. Is, is that you, Plunge? Is that you, Mike? What? Is that, is that someone going to own up to the crash? <laughs> oh, no, no, that was me. That was me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of beautiful I don't know if that's bricks, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, that was me. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, what's going on over there? Uh, Mike, I, I see, do you have like Cracking medals? You have medals out on your desk now? <laughs> I do. Don't act like it was just they accidentally showed up there. Oh, what do you say? <laughs> Let me show them and hold them up for the street. I'm not going to show them then. No, yes, you are. No, yes, not you are. now. No, they are decorative. This After is that the kind rule. of comment? This is the rule. If you put it within your frame of camera at any point, someone can ask you to go and show it. If Mike wants to ask me what this newlywed cookbook, I didn't even know we wow. had this. This is frankly embarrassing. Wow. Uh, I don't actually want to play this game. I lied. Uh, yeah, show us the recipe. You have the post-it note in there. Uh, the post-it note recipe? Was there a post-it note in here? No, no, no. I'm, okay. I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, no, see, you know, we share, uh, we share a... A thing. What do we have? The 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 guitard chocolate cookbook. I don't know. My wife's really into making chocolate. Guitard. Come on. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's we don't. It's it's twenty twenty one. Um, Mike, tell show us the damn medals. I'm gonna. You got to tell us what the medals are. It's so. It's like really not that exciting. First, this is a Tommy Wilson card. Okay. NFT okay. artist Tommy Wilson. That's kind of in the frame. Uh, We're gonna ease into this. It's my buddy's bachelor party in a couple weekends, and we're doing like beer Olympics and stuff like that. So we have gold medals and silver medals and loser medals, and yeah, yeah. This is for the last place team. Okay, what uh, what are uh the activities uh for the Olympics? Uh, it's it's a decathlon, um, and it's half like actual sports, half beer sports. Uh, so we're doing like home run derby, uh, soccer penalty kick shootout, uh, <laughs> dodgeball. Bocce ball, <laughs> um, cornhole, beer pong, flip cup. I don't God. know, like usual can, can jam, usual things like that. You are such a bro. I don't know if it's the acoustics in that room, but those medals sounded weighty. It sounded like that. It, <laughs> no, they those sounded like some heavy medals. No, they're plastic. Yeah. They're plastic. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, there you go. Uh, there. Pete, have you? I feel like I feel like you're you're a best man. Like, are you, Am I? are you your buddy's best man? Like you, you've been like, like man's has been the best man at like probably more than one wedding. More people think of you as their best friend than you think of them as their best friend. Here's the thing. Always the groomsman, never the best man. <laughs> I'm in what the, the friend territory of <laughs> wedding parties. So I like, you know, those Twitter circles, you're in, you're in that I was, second I was ring. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you think I'm best man material? I well, apparently the the image and the persona that you project online is is way more put together than your friends think it is. <laughs> I think maybe maybe the reason is because I'm too much of a liability for a speech. Maybe Very that's possible. why I I don't get asked. Very I possible. think that's a sweet spot though. Groomsman's a sweet spot. Like you're still there, you're still there for everything, but just Very like little responsibility. Exactly, exactly. Um, I think I think Plunge is attracted to you right now because of the jersey. That's that's what it comes down to. Yeah, Plunge, tell the people about this jersey because uh, it is so fresh. It's I so absolutely love it. It's, I'm, like, really sad because I think mine's at home. I'm in Georgia. My my jerseys – I have multiple. My jerseys are in Madison, Wisconsin. I, I don't even remember which ones I ordered, to be <laughs> honest, whether it was white, whether it was blue, whether it was black, whether it was pink. They give me really, like, significant Miami City jersey vibes, yeah. which is great. It's a great darty shirt. It's a great like conversation starter to get your friends into NFTs. Hey, what's that cool cats jersey that you're wearing? They're like, well, funny you should mention that. 
it's because I'm the Soho House Club of Top <laughs> Shot level collector. Um, clearly, uh, it, it affords me these wonderful perks um, that we had to do on our own because Top Shot hasn't done shit for us yet. Well, I mean, they've done a little bit, but like, <laughs> they're a little bit of shit, right? Like, but this is like literally this is this is the picture of hashtag make your own utility like there you go if they're not going to do it for you like do it on your own which is great and we think more is coming which is awesome but you know what we're not going to wait we sold 300 and anyway, i say we the boomba or whatever the group is that that set up the storefront for us 351 jerseys got sold that's that's the first edition there were pete if you i don't know if you saw this Yours is one of 49. There are only 49. One of 49 right here. Yeah, wow. there's only one of 49. This is cosmic level rarity. Wow. I was worried that wasn't going to fit on the back, but these guys made it happen. So I, I've got two in the mail or in at home. I'm really sad that I couldn't wear it. I've got my hat. I've got my lucky Maneki shirt. This is the same logo that's on the like jersey tag of your jersey. But yeah, 351. I did see Carlini today. Uh, Carlini was upset. I think we were. I saw that. Yeah, retweeting a lot of things, and he was like, "Yo, where's the gym?" I'm like, "You're in the Discord. You just don't pay attention." Like, we love when Carlini's upset. Love when he's upset. <laughs> it's yeah. good for the community. It's yeah. good for the community. <laughs> well, I like thank you, Carlini. <laughs> Carlini comes across as this, you know, um, cynical, you know, old veteran NFT trader, but at it, he has a heart. He has a heart he of does. gold in here. He want. He got his man's coins framed. He's trying to get physical versions of a lot of this stuff. And uh, I was truly shocked when he was interested in the Cool Cats tank. But you, people want to be a part of this stuff. I mean, Mike, you you were a Cool Cats holder. Like, what's the deal? Where's your tank, dude? Oh, so here's the thing. I, you know, I, I think if, if Plunge wasn't on the stream, I probably would have just come on and worn the tank. I, I probably would have. But because Plunge is here, I I almost feel it's disingenuous if I wear it because I was a Cool Cats holder. Uh, I was a Cool Cats holder when I when I purchased the jersey. I am no longer a no cool cat holder. Guys, you gotta send, send it back. How do we send handle this situation? Send it to Carlini. Send it to Carlini. I can't token gate your closet. Okay. <laughs> so you're saying you're saying I can keep it? Is it? What it is. I can keep it? You know what? Did you so did you complete the challenge? I completed the challenge then organically. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, you well. Don't, you don't have to be able to run the Boston Marathon every single day of the year after you complete the Boston Marathon hell yeah. to keep your medal. God, this is the only thing I need to hear. It's the only thing I need to uh -oh. hear. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What's, what's about to Let's happen? Do this. What? Oh, Let's do it. Yes. It was Let's, there. Let's do it. Along. Let's do it. Uh, wow. It feels, man, it feels good. So good looking. Yeah, I feel like I immediately, it's like a, a man a man face in a, in a child's body. And I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad we get to bring that energy to the club tonight. Mike, I'm having flashbacks. Uh, some people might not know, but Mike and I know each other uh, from way back doing improv comedy and also playing in a rec league basketball. Oh, the yes. last time you and I were together wearing these, we were both uh, getting ourselves in lots of trouble with local Boston area referees yeah you were getting technical fouls for being too <laughs> aggressive on the offensive rebounds <laughs> mike you know making his three-pointer and leaving up his follow-through for like an egregious six seconds i'm like mike what the hell are you doing you're gonna you hit it you let him know <laughs> well, I'm glad I, I'm, oh you, yeah mike hang on yeah let's them. so we you know we all completed cool cats challenge i just got to kind of ask um you're one of the biggest collectors on the site one of the most vocal thought leaders um, I'm ready for the big reveal. Is it like off 
camera right now? Is the tank like where where is it? Uh well, I'm not eligible for for the club, for the cool cats. Wow. Wait, wait, nine lives lounge. Are we are we allowed to call it nine lives lounge? Where 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 are we on that? Can we call it nine lives lounge or no? We can't uh, it depends on who you are. They um so fun, I'm so, MBL. I, so, <laughs> yes or a no? Can I do it? Like, I, I, am I not allowed to? Whatever you want. It is okay. called the Nine Lives Lounge. I want to make it abundantly clear for anybody that missed the boat here, the back and forth on Twitter. We squatted on the Nine Lives Lounge Twitter handle solely for the purpose so that no one got it that wasn't Top Shot related. We, I have the keys. We have the keys. I'll hand them over. The second that they're like, hey, we're ready to rock with this. We want to do content with it. Hell yeah. That that's yeah, that's that's why we exist. Like the, the Cool Cats Discord is called the Cool Cats Discord. We haven't renamed it. Like it's a, a unaffiliated, affiliated Top Shot thing. Like whatever. But like, it's we're not trying to fake anybody out. We're just trying to like, hey, by the way, you finished this thing in what is it? Late May. When did they finish this? It's been over a month and a half at this point. Like we're doing stuff. We got giveaways. We got people talking about Top Shot. Guess what? I'm about to complete the Embiid Hollow as a group. Because I got the booker, I got eight other people con con like collaborating with me from within that group to try and snipe one of these awesome hollow moments because we're making our own utility out of this thing. It's a it's a group of collectors that are interested in the same things, that have achieved the same thing, that hold the same thing. And like I'm not gonna wait for Top Shot to do something specific. They have way more hoops to jump through than we're able to. We're nimble, we can be active, MBL, you're not nimble enough. We saw it on the tennis court. We see it in the Top Shot streets. It happens. It's okay. And I, I like. I don't care that you're not in there. I wish you were, but like, it is what it is. You think? So I, I, you I, call I hear, what, I hear what you want. I hear what you want. No, you're not a loser. Everybody can collect differently. And I don't. I, I wouldn't have expected anybody to like hop. It's an expensive bag to hold at whatever point. And if. And if you don't think right now, like if you don't hold any cool cats, I don't even know what the number is right now. It's probably in between like two and 4K, somewhere in there that like it costs to crew all of these moments. If you don't think that the value of that is worth between those, like that's okay. It's a, it's a fair decision for you to make to not have to like opt into that piece. A lot of us did at a cost basis that was way lower than that. Or we we have a cost basis that's somewhere in between there, and we're just holding on for dear life and hoping beyond hope that something comes of it. And some has. I got a premium pack and a hollow pack because I was eligible for the drops because of the cool cast bonus. But like, there are going to be things I think that come down the line. MBL, I don't think you have to worry about any of the access stuff relative to like, can I get into this pack drop because your account is so valuable, but you might not be able to get into the Discord that has this this sweet stuff that they're talking about doing i don't know what it's going to look like yet and it's not ours but like the channel in the top shot top shot discord and at some point if you decide you know what i really do want the soho house membership you might pop it. so uh, one day perhaps but we know that you're not a big social club guy you're like you're, you're more into the like uh like the the mona lisa as opposed to uh, thomas kincaid paintings <laughs> Mike uh, Mike actually told me he would have completed the challenge if the Discord was called the Pussy Posse instead. <laughs> and I, I was like, so I don't know if you guys have considered changing the name and, and getting Mike in there, but I know well, that's no, something what you a, want. What a pitch. What a pitch. The full court press <laughs> come, coming on strong. And you know what? You know what? I don't want to. And Mike, you, I don't know if you were in the Discord, Mike Zakarian. I don't know if you were ever in the Discord at any point and then you've since left or anything. But like, 
vibes are good. Yeah. Yes, there's stuff that Top Shot, and I'm sure we'll get into this. Like, Twitter is an interesting place. It is an interesting um, vantage point to look at community because it's it's a it's not a representative example of the entire community. It's a representative example of the outwardly facing vocal community, which in and of itself is a similar vibe to Discord. And I, Pete, I know that you see this in the Deposit Kingdom. Like, the peop- there are a thousand people, and fifty of them are active or 50 of them speak up because they're comfortable with it or whatever, right? Like, but it's a, it's a microcosm of the larger whole. That said, this microcosm, this group of people that most, you know, a lot of them are holding bags to some degree, like everybody's kind of cool about it. And it seems and feels to me, Mike, and I wasn't here in MBL, I wasn't here in uh, September, October, November, December, January, early January, when the Top Shot Discord was a thousand or two thousand people, and everybody was collaborating and like, "Hey, can you send me this so that I can do this?" And like, "Hey, let's have this really nuanced debate about trade tickets." Like, or you know, let me have this really thoughtful conversation without just like the total vitriol and just like the the trolling that happens outside of it. But like, there's actually cool stuff going on in there, and. That's that in and of itself is valuable to me. And I think that like that's part of the reason why we see some of the success that we're seeing in other NFT projects more broadly is like people want their tribe. And this is a tribe, whether it's the tribe doesn't matter. Like it's a tribe. And if you don't care to be in that tribe, that's cool. We don't give a shit. But like our tribe's pretty cool. We'll accept new people into that tribe uh, if you hold the right things. And unless you're a dickhead and, and you know, we'll go from there. And I th- Pete is in there. MBL, you you have an open invitation. It does take a couple thousand dollars worth of cool cats. <laughs> I'll be honest. Man. The the only thing that was holding me back from selling the cool cats was that type of community. Like it was, it was, it was a positive vibe. Like the, everybody, everybody was like pumping each other up. It was a good experience. And that I like the cool cats themselves. I was ready to move off of because I wanted to get some other stuff that I like. It uh, gave me access to stuff I wouldn't have had access to. Right. So I was like, okay, this makes sense for me. But uh, before I did it, I, I went back and forth for like three or four days because I, I just like, I'm going to have to fucking answer to this. Like people are going to, I already bought the Jersey. I already bought the Jersey <laughs> and now I'm going to have to answer that. People can be like, Oh, you can burn that shit now. Burn that shit. <laughs> so, and, and it happened immediately and we're just leaning into it now. All right. So I got the okay from plunge. I'm wearing the fucking Jersey guys. Hang on. What's on the back, Mike. I want to see what you went with. Oh, for the just my name. I'm not a, I don't have a promo yet. So I want to make sure I don't knock the mic over here. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's just the name. All right. Just the name. Okay. I used I know. to think you were creative. I, I think, yeah, you, you summited the mountaintop. You cherished the dirt for a while. Like, mm-hmm. it's okay that you punted the dirt. Like, I don't, Thank you. it doesn't, you don't need my validation. I mean, everybody I, is, I is free to do their own financial thing. And in fact, we would probably be all better for making our own financial decisions instead <laughs> of living through like whoever tells us and like is right. shaming us for doing something whether it's your friends or these anonymous people on Twitter that like, whatever, like if you're looking to be like, Hey, plunge is going to be mad at me. I don't give a shit, dude. Like I literally don't care. Yeah. And I mean, would we like you I to be able to care. run that marathon every single day? Of course. Is that realistic? I mean, no, some of us can. <laughs> I mean, no way. Mike, Mike, I could tell, I, I know the, the mic look, and this is, I'm about to formulate a seven minute monologue. Look, which Mike? We have to. We have MBL. To I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Zakarian and MBL. That's what we're rolling with. Let's okay. 
No, I don't, I don't have that many. I don't have much to say here. <laughs> the, the, the loser medal is, is hanging me down. I need extra support. Um, nope. I mean, Plunge put, puts on a good pitch here. My biggest issue is my assets are all tied up in Top Shot ready. I don't sell stuff. It's hard to plunge another plunge, another four grand in. Um, and I'm trying to buy furniture and stuff. So it's uh, a <laughs> What, what are right we now. looking at? An ottoman right now? Wrap around no, couch? I'm, I'm, I'm in an empty house. I'm, I, that's why there's this echo. That's why the echo. There's there. not a it's single just, piece of furniture. There's not a single. <laughs> I have I have a sheet laid out on the ground there. That's the extent of my furniture in an effort to help the echo. Wow. There you go. But uh, but Mike, you have to even if you're not a part of it, you have to think that that it's cool though these these sub communities that are cropping up around top shot because this was an issue i felt like when we started doing club top shot like it was very fun to talk to you and jack and pete and andy and, and there's like this kind of you know uh you know wish fulfillment type stuff of like i wish my account looked like that not necessarily relatable to a lot of people and for this to be a fun experience for more than the people who were in super super early and made really smart investments like we have to have stuff like this to engage people and to to have it be fun because not everyone can just go look at their account value and then uh and sit back and be like yeah i love top shot you know that's that's just not the reality of the situation so I, th I think the, the plunge made a lot of good points there. The one that resonated most with me there was kind of taking it back to the old glory days of Top Shot, where there were a thousand people in the Discord and everyone knew each other and everyone collaborated and strategized on challenges and did kind of easy rentals. And like, uh, here, you know, you're not doing this challenge. Throw me this one now. I'll get you back in two weeks when we were doing a different challenge. Like that sort of tight knit environment and, and community. That was really hard to replicate based on where Top Shot evolved to um, throughout 2021 and as it exploded in January and February. And I, I like the idea of these little sub-communities, people who have some sort of affiliation or some something they have in common. And in, in this case, it's the Cool Cats Marathon. Um, and I, th I think that's, that's a particularly interesting one because it's something people really did have to stick it out and grind it out for, I don't know, what was it, two or three months? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish it was two or three months. Yeah. I don't know how long it was. I it don't was, know. My first, my first pack was like a stress test base pack. I think we were going through uh, this before. I joined Top Shot on January 20th. And like I got a base pack or two maybe in a stress test drop before Cool Cats won, which was the pack drop that had 5,000 moments times five. So there was 25,000 packs. They got through 4,000 packs in that drop before it shut down because of chaos. Like, it was like, oh, nobody could get in. There were people who were sniping a bunch of stuff. Like, oh, man. And they had they just like basically put Top Shot on pause for two weeks and didn't have any supply going out. And I got lucky enough that like I was – I think at that point there were roughly ten or 11,000 people somewhere in there that were like active and engaged – so they, they said, hey, if you were online and in the queue or whatever, you get a pack. Mm. But then we'll, we'll rally around the remaining 10,000 packs to give out to the you know, 80,000 people or whatever that wanted them. So I ended up getting two. So I had two of the five just out of packs. And that's far. Oh, is Jack at the game? Yeah. <laughs> He's trying. Like, we're, the internet's really crappy, but this. <laughs> oh, my God. I like that. 
<laughs> no, he just dropped off. Jack, come back. All I could see was Jack's like glitchy. Fr- He's wearing like a comically yeah, sized purple hat. styrofoam yeah. cowboy hat or something. What, what team is that for? I seen the Suns. <laughs> yeah, he's in Phoenix. I hope he's staying local. Jack was just yelling, "Make your own utility!" <laughs> while wearing a giant uh, sombrero. Uh, <laughs> we'll see if he tries again. Um, this is what happens when Jack still has access to the link. I should have gated uh, this one. Sorry, that was very no, distracting. Okay. What was being said? No, I, I was saying something about like the early days of Discord and everything. So like I came in right at the tail end or like right at the tail end of where it was small to where it got really big and got out of hand. And I mean, I sympathize with their team. It is super difficult. I, I only, I manage, right? Like with Chugs and a couple other people, the cool cast discord which has a thousand members and even that like i have to chime in multiple times a day like if there are people that are getting a little testy like yeah. and pete you see this too with the deposit kingdom like you have to keep a pulse on things yes you delegate to other people but like could you imagine that at uh, a hundred fold like it just and you're expecting usman or or el dumbo or like a handful of people or mbl in a referee role right like to to sort of wrangle the masses in some way and not everybody has shared common interest and the larger that these things get and the larger that the this you know top shot ecosystem gets the harder it is to maintain a like a shared sense of experience and that's okay because it means that it's 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 a, uh, there's so many different people that can experience it in different ways but what it means is there's not a cohesive vision and a cohesive like experience for everybody to share in or anybody that opts into sharing in that because you can't satisfy every need. And I, I, MBL, we've talked about this like a bunch of different times that like it can't, Top Shot cannot be all things for all people at all times. And that's okay. And if you're frustrated by it because it's not for you right now, that's okay too. But like what's really frustrating is when they try to make it and try and force the like, the hundred thousand or 200,000 or 500,000 people back into the, like the magic that they had when it was a thousand or 5,000 people. And, and like, they captured that in a bottle and it's, it's impossible to put back in. And, and we just have to like, it, at least in my opinion, from the cool cat side of things, like it's a, like, I'm willing to take that on for you. Right. And there are groups of people that are going to take that on for you. And you don't have to be the community central hub for every single person. You need to put out good content. Your tech needs to be solid. You need to be really thoughtful about the way that you handle the marketplace. You need to be exceptionally forward about how you handle uh, controversy. I think that's a big one. Right. Like in transparency, you don't need to give away all the secrets to LG's point on the first mint earlier this week and last week. Like, it's okay to have surprise and delight and, and to keep secrets and to like give cool experiences to people, but you don't need to be the central hub, central community for Top Shot more broadly when it's such a large thing. It's okay to outsource that to other folks or other groups like the Cool Cats or like uh, the Snipers or whoever else that runs a Cool Cats or, you know, a, a Top Shot focused Discord. Zakarin, what are, what's the kind of feedback you're getting from, because you have a loyal crowd tracking the Monday morning marketplace. Are, are those guys still <clears throat> hyper-engaged <clears throat> with interacting with the marketplace? Is their patience waning? Like, wh- where's your finger on the pulse there? 
Uh, there's, it's kind of been fun watching people pivot to different things. Like I think people have been really leaning into, uh, like challenges and thinking like what's coming next. And what's been kind of funny is uh, I'll shout out, uh, username actually jeb bush uh <laughs> in our discord who was basically being like we need to be scooping up bobby portis we need to be scooping up jay crowder we need like all of these guys who are then now being used most likely for these quests tonight um and so he's like dancing around in the discord right now taking victory laps but it's been cool <laughs> seeing how like people are finding different ways to engage um because we are we're like it's not as fun to just like refresh your account valuation anymore. Right. So they're finding other ways to be fun with it. And it's, and it's things like that. It's like figuring out challenges. It's figuring out quests. It's uh, like, like the LaMelo MGLE conversation now is taken on so many different shapes and sizes because they're like, actually, if you just own every single rookie that's ever been on the site, you're guaranteed a LaMelo, uh, <laughs> which is you know, like stuff like that's being Go thrown around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, listen, we've never been wrong. No. Uh, so I, 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 it's been fun seeing people pivot in that direction and getting weird with it. MBL. I mean, do you think there's a responsibility from top shot to help kind of foster these sub communities, knowing that everyone can't have the shared experience now. And there is a lot of segmentation throughout the community. Or is it one of those things? Like we see this in DFS, like DraftKings isn't doing any like community stuff. It's all the content sites have their own sub communities. People feel they're a part of that tribe. Is that just what we, the onus is on us to build those out? So I think you and I, Pete, were part of a conversation where we kind of discussed, should Top Shot have a discord at all? So to your point just now, when it, why does Top Shot need to manage the community side of things and the communication side of things in that manner? Have an email blast, have a Twitter account that you have to follow that gives that information, have an announcements page on the website. What do, what purpose does the Discord serve at this point? And is that you know Top Shot's way of saying, you know, all NFT projects do a Discord, so we should too? Is that them trying to say, we think things like DraftKings and Tops sports cards and all other products like this should have their own discord and that's the way to do it. Um, and you know, kind of what purpose does it serve and whatever purpose they're trying to serve, are they doing it well? Um, and I think it's become a bit of an unwieldy mess. And that's what happens when you try and put 400,000 people into one discord channel, 395,000 of, of, of whom are down a decent amount of money. Uh, it, it, it's, it's going to be a messy situation and it, it's, I, I don't I don't know if it's a productive thing for them to continue working with. I don't know if there are grander visions where the Discord serves a different sort of purpose. I do know that when you look at other NFT projects, one of the utility, hashtag utility aspects is often Discord access. That, you know, the whole Nine Lives Lounge thing, the, um, I, I, I think, someone correct me if I'm wrong, the Militia Cat thing, um, if you're a certain rank for your cat, you get access to a different Discord. I don't know if that's true. Someone told me that. I don't know if it's true. But just, <laughs> anyway, NFT projects, one of the things they offer is access to more exclusive Discords. And maybe that's something that Top Shot thinks is in their future, that they'll have a cosmic Discord, something that Roham's floated before, or a you hold six different sets or more Discord, and that people will value that over time. So maybe they want to keep that option open. And it's just something else down the line. I don't know. I think you can argue either way. I, I, I think, you know, what it seems like we're all concluding here is that it's probably more trouble than it's worth. It leads to a bit of a toxic environment and maybe people are better off finding like-minded individuals who 
they can vent along with, they can joke along with, they can strategize with and form little little pods and little cool cats communities and team hotels and deposit kingdoms and floaty. Well, well <laughs> what I would I would say too is like if I it is a lot of work for Top Shot to organize that. And truthfully, we have a better finger on the pulse of these sub communities than they do. So what Top Shot needs to be doing, they need to go to plunge in the cool cats discord and be like, we have the tech, we have the backend information. How can we team up with you to make this really cool? What is the airdrop we can do for your community in conjunction with that? Like that's yeah. where I think really the bridges should be built because we're laying the groundwork for that stuff. And we have a better finger on the pulse of what people want and what they might enjoy. And they have the utility, the resources to do that. Like that's where that marriage needs to happen. And and that also feels like a personal connections being made too, versus like going to the sports section of a Facebook, right? Like just searching <laughs> sports and then being like, oh, let's see who I can connect with today. Right. Cause that is what it feels like sometimes if, I mean, I can't even say that cause I don't remember the last time I popped into the general on top shot, but, <laughs> but I imagine that's what the vibe is still like. But the idea of like reaching out to individual groups being like, Hey, we see you out there. We know you guys are doing some fun stuff. Here's how we want to not reward, but like communicate with you and engage with you. Cause I think that's what people are looking for. And not that it's the, the exact same thing, but I think there was a lot of frustration leading up into this week being like, Hey, how come it was so quiet leading up to the finals? And I know like every content creator did a podcast on that this week, but I, 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 and then like the quest came out tonight and everyone was like, yeah, here we go. So it's just like, I think it is finding ways of engaging people. And maybe it's not being like, Hey, tell us every single problem you've had and we'll show you how to fix it. But it's more <laughs> of being like, Hey guys, go play, go play with this thing. Go play with that thing. I think that's what people are looking for. So it's not just like, Hey, let's go look at the marketplace and see how upset I am. And let's find other ways to play with it. So, so they do have within the top shot discord, they do have a content creators, um, Discord, which, I don't know, I, I, Mike and Plunge, I think, I think you guys are in there. I don't yeah, know I'm in there. I'm in there. I'm not a content creator, um, but I was a you ref, and I was a ref, and Mike, you I retired are. as you a are. <laughs> Mike, you're a beautiful content creator. Yeah, you're, the, you're, you're, I don't know how many people could say, hey, I've been a, a consistent guest on a, on a Twitch or a YouTube stream for the better part of six months. Yeah, your know, content, How many people man. could say that? Could you count it? You're MCL. You, you, wow. don't, you, you don't get paid. It, You're I not a paid content Meeple? creator, but you are. This is how I pay myself. Yeah, use floating. Yeah, I pay myself through floating. Um, but in the content creators tab, they, they do, I think, try and communicate with the various community leaders of the platform um, and, and of the Top Shot ecosystem. And so I think they do put some effort there, but it's it, it's hard to you know get that personal touch, similar to... Mike, your comment about not popping to general that often. Like, I don't know how often the content creators are in there, and you know, maybe it's something they should have like a weekly office hours. And I, I don't know. It's, it's 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 not unlike a lot of like corporations where it's like you know people people feel like it's impersonal, so they you know the feedback they get is it's impersonal, so they set up two happy hours, and everyone's yeah. like, oh, I want to go home and be with my family, and so <laughs> yeah. they say no more happy hours, and people say it's like I'm coming to jail when I come to work, and it's like, all right, what, what do you want us to do? Do you want happy We're hours? Or do you don't want happy hours? We're no. I, I, this, no, I know, I know, but it's, just, like, it's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, they set up the difference. content creators, they're trying to offer an outlet for people to communicate and people don't really use it. So then maybe they'll set up a weekly thing where some of the, the dapper representatives can communicate with people and people will kind of be like, eh, I don't really want to do that. It's not how I want to spend my time. And yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's never an easy answer. I totally agree with you. And I think when, so there's a distinction to be made between we're building with and we're building for. 
right? Like back in December and before, and even to an extent into January, there is very much a a collaborative feel of we are building with you, right? And then as the user base expands so massively to people that are less techno or less tech savvy, less crypto savvy, less whatever, right? And a huge focus of their last two, three, four, five months, as stated by Ron and others, is like new user onboarding. That's their metrics that they measure their performance against are related to how engaged new users to the site are. Like when they're building for people as opposed to building with them, or or at least more focused on building for than building with, because you've done the vast majority of the legwork that you need to do with, then it becomes less important to maintain that constant level of communication, which again, it's okay. Like th- this is a, this is a fundamental, like brand new space. And this is a brand new path that they're paving. Like th- this hasn't happened before in this specific situation. And it, I think if they're not listening to me and saying like, oh, you know, we're going to take plunges advice, but like I, if, if they were looking to me and they were saying, Hey, you got it. You get to direct us here. I say, you know what? Once you say beta is done, cut the discord off or cut the vast majority of it off so that it's only focused on X, Y, Z things that we can manage really well. And that we can deliver content for really well. And then route all of the other stuff, whether it's, you know, complaints, help desk tickets, uh, support structure, route it through the content and structures that you've built. Right. So whether that's uh, the help desk articles that you write and the blogs, whether that's the actual help desk process where you're submitting tickets to get support, whether it's a chat line. Right. Like we see chat down there like, okay, someone can communicate with you and work through your problems. But like you don't need to have a here's anybody can chat at any time with everyone for this thing. I will say, MBL, though, one thing when you're talking about and Mike as well, when they're talking about like going out into the community. One thing about the Coolcast Discord that's really cool and big ups to him, Luke, El Dumbo in the, yeah. the Discord, who's the community manager, he's in our Discord, even though he can't he's not allowed to hold any of the cool cast. There you go. That's there. for Luke. Luke Gold is medal for unreal. Yeah. And you know, every once like every three, five, six days, however long, like he'll come in and just hold court for like three yeah. hours and answer questions and and like deflect criticism and not deflect, but like answer to criticism on behalf of the top shot team, answer questions, uh, present alternative uh, viewpoints to particular things that are informed by the team's views, which is super helpful, right? Because we can't have access to the CEO all the time. We can't have access to Jacob all the time. We can't have access to Alan all the time. We can't have access to all of these people that, that have important functions in a very large company that is doing a lot of different things and trying to get a lot of different initiatives off the ground. But like that is well, well received in our discord and he handles it super well. And a lot of that too, is like that back and forth of here's this, you know, the Soho house people, whatever, like, we can we can like interface with them at that level to the same degree that you can in the content creators channel or to to a lesser degree in some ways in the um whatever they call it now what's the uh the century club or what it was a uh, hundred club no no that used to be the thing what's it called uh courtside courtside which is uh, whatever so anyway there there are ways that that can happen i don't think it needs to happen at, at the like massive scale do we think soho house is getting pissed <laughs> 
<laughs> do Does we, anybody know anybody in Soho House? I've never I, heard of it before. I've walked by some people who are in it. That's that's all I can tell you. I, I have like friends of friends who are who are in it. Who's, yeah. Who I've I've heard it's cool through a few degrees of separation. I, I could just I could just see the the leader the leader the leader of Soho House being like, "You guys yeah. gotta stop comparing a Discord to what we're doing in here." So someone in the chat, Pete. Over that, yes. someone in this chat just said that the Cool Cats NFT floor is 0.15 right now. Jesus. Is that real? Uh, so, I've been on the stream for 30, 40 minutes. I, uh, I'm i not sure. one. You know what like I'm going to do? A bit ago. Uh, I'm also, so uh, <laughs> sh shout out to uh, Dangy Wing in our Discord. He created a bot in the Club NFTs channel. You can do backslash uh, floor and pull up any uh or all the relevant nft projects pick it and it'll tell you the current floor for that project so i will head in there right now and wow. uh and try this out but uh yeah we're gonna need to talk about these cool cats nfts because i have a lot of questions about these even though i have one um all right i'm gonna do floor here before, before while pete's doing that any final like any thoughts on top shot stuff like I'm I'm excited about the finals. I think the lead like the finals pack is gonna be cool. I'm like very pumped for that. I hope like I think getting a Booker or a, a CP3 Hollow or a Giannis Hollow or, or excuse me not Hollow a legendary like of the finals. I think those are gonna be like very very cool. I think longer term. There it is for you. Cool cats so NFT floor point one four nine. Um. An hour ago, just for reference, an hour ago when I was I was eating dinner at across the street at a Michi's, which I think is a chain, so having some chicken wings. Um, it was it, it had just cracked point one. It's been hovering around like 0 0.08, 0 0.9, like it gets up towards one and it kind of shifts back down, back and forth, back and forth. The floor is at point wow. one four nine right now. Point wow. so tell tell the people what's going on here because I saw these going on and I thought it was just this serendipitous thing where I'm like, holy shit, what are the odds a cool cats NFT comes out after all of our cool cat stuff? But you're telling me this was a premeditated NFT to ride the yeah. cold waves of no. Nine Lives Lounge? No, no. <laughs> Story on this goes. <laughs> okay, so I think the the really that if you walk away with nothing from this conversation other than this point, it is that Klon, who is the artist, the illustrator that did Blue Cat and all of its derivative forms in the Cool Cats NFT project, has been illustrating Cool Cat or Blue Cat for like 10 years. Like this is his baby, for lack of a better term. It's his creation. And they have been planning this project for like not an insignificant amount of time. And they have heard of Top Shot, but had absolutely no idea, absolutely none, that the, there was like a very significant portion, I think it's significant, a significant portion of Top Shot that was like focused on Cool Cats. I literally had never heard of this project before the day that it launched. I think it launched at like eight or 9 a.m. on whatever day it was. It's like the second or the third. I'd literally never heard about it. Someone posted about it in the other NFTs channel and whatever I'm in. And I literally jumped into the Discord and I was like, cease and desist like <laughs> we we are the cool cats with a z like their cool cats discord is cool cats with an s like i was i was big man i was like no and, and on, in hindsight 
like probably shouldn't have been. But I, <laughs> I ran in there thinking on the back of all this, like, okay, ten exactly, Pete. Like ten thousand avatar NFTs, like, oh my god, these motherfuckers, like they're they're doing this, they're like disparaging the cool cast name. We're gonna get dragged down under the water by this though, and everybody's gonna think it's us. Like it's not us. This is bullshit, like blah 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 blah. So I hop in there and, and I'm like, what's going on? And right at that moment, literally, like, literally in the general chat, they were like, yeah, so we were at 0.06 for our minting price, and we're going to lower it to 0.02. Because, you know what, like, it's not about the money, and we just want to get the art in everybody's hands, and this is supposed to be fun, and we're not trying to make a million dollars, and... Like we heard your feedback from a variety of different folks. Cole, uh, who was behind the My Fucking Pickle project, he was a big voice in that. And after like 300 or so mints, I think it was like they had minted like 370 or something. They were like 0.06 down to 0.02. Let's go. And within like eight hours, it sold out because everybody hopped in and was like, uh, wait, this is like a little different. It's a little whimsical. It's a little, it's like cartoony, but it's not, it doesn't feel, and I, I, and I can only speak for myself to me, it doesn't. And obviously like I'm a little bit invested. I'll tell you about my, is this um, financial advice? No, it's not. Okay. Um, I want to watch. I don't Plunge, care whether tell right. us, try to explain why this is different than every other avatar no, project. It, it out there. No, I'm not, I'm not saying it is different. I'm saying it felt personally, it felt different to me as I was in there because of like the way the art is presented and it, it's not like, I, and I, I don't want to disparage any of the projects because I know that all the devs and the artists work super duper hard on them. And it can be really easy to be like, that thing sucks. And like, Oh, that's fucked up and it's scuffed and all this stuff. Like, I don't want to disparage anybody publicly, but like, it was very clear that this, this character that's in this cool cats thing is like not, it's it's a character independent of the the ten thousand different combinations of it, and uh, we had so just happenstance we happened to have Klon and and uh, another member of their team on our stream on Thursday, basically like explain this thing like this is funny haha cool cats, and they came on for half an hour and it was like oh like we heard the backstory and we heard some narrative and we heard we heard like how they came about and like what they were doing and why they were doing it. And it, and it doesn't matter that it's a 10,000 year plan and it's the history of NFTs and all this shit. It doesn't matter. Like they're cute fucking cats and the, the team is cool and the discord's cool. And it, regardless of what the roadmap is, like it's just fucking cool. And, and that's like, there that's so few and far between right now with all of these different projects that are out there that like this one felt different to me again, to me personally, I'm not telling anyone you need to feel differently about this specifically, but like to me personally, it felt different. And I'm like, this is cool. I'm into it. So anyway, long story short, they minted at 0.02. The next day it was like July 4th or the, or the evening before July 4th. I noticed I was like, oh, cool. Like they're above mint uh, cost. And like the floor was at 0.025 at that point. And I tweeted something out at like 1145 at night on the third and just, and it started going. And it was it was it wasn't just my tweet. There were lots of people that came in and bought up the floor. There were people that were buying thirty and forty of these things at a time. At one point, Daryl Morey came in and bought one. That like just took off, and it got up to a point. And now it's like it's settled there, and it's been there for a while. It's like 0 .08, 0 .09. and I don't I don't know what happened in the last hour and a half, but 
it was a pretty steady floor at 0.1 ETH, which is, I don't know, how much is that, like 200 bucks, Mike? Uh, 0.1 ETH, yeah, like two, 220 maybe right now. 220, so like, yeah. you know, as opposed to 40 or whatever it was to mint it. 230, yeah. Yeah, so like, and it, it just kept rising and rising, and, and, and it's held there, and all these people are consolidating around it. The market congealed around it, and it's just like a bunch of people with relatively cool vibes, like that really like these stupid cool cats and i, I don't want to say stupid because i don't want to disparage Quan, but like they're kind of just silly and that's okay like that's that's part of it so yeah, yeah that was me I, going off <laughs> no no yeah and i like to uh reflect the pulse of the chat here i mean most people's reaction is this is all the other avatar projects they're cute they're silly the earlier yeah, the chat, you got the chat is not having this <laughs> no no but like i i kind of get it right because the these avatar projects keep coming and some of them appeal aesthetically to you more than others like the the apes like i think the community is so cool the art just does not appeal to me so like first it wasn't a thing for me but then you come along in some of these like i thought the craniums look cool or whatever so all of these have the same thing it's does it look cool to you did you get in before it 10x um but to me what is actually interesting with this cool cats is do we get some synergy with the nba top shot cool cats is there some kind of mashup stuff we can do here because Hell that's yeah. when it actually gets cool yeah and as someone who doesn't collect too much with this stuff like on my brain it just doesn't hit i think it's so dope that everyone else is pumped about it and and if they're not pumped about it they're just like making a ton of money about it but my brain it's not connecting however if all of us like the cool cat one is the only one that i was like oh, i don't know maybe but then i sold my cool cat so i bounced out of it but i uh i do like that idea the idea of like we're gonna see some crossover or something like that, yeah. that that's intriguing so I have no idea. I don't think the the folks on the Coolcats team, and I could be wrong, I, that are that are not like actively engaged with anybody from the NBA Top Shot team. But I'm a mod in their Discord, and like yeah. I'm engaged. Yeah. And if we want to do something together with them. Guess what? We're gonna do it. And Pete, like, guess what? They're super generous, and we've got two to give away. Like we can just give them out right now. Like I don't know how you want to handle it if there's a form or whatever. But like they said, hey, we want to expand the audience. We want to you know, bring more people into the fold here. And to someone in the chat that was like, it's 0.2. No, it was 0.02. Like, oh, wow. it's, it's like 20 or 30 bucks when it was minting or whatever it was. So you say bucks. you get two of them. Yeah. I think we got two of them. And NBL, you don't have one yet, right? That's good. You just want to give one of those two and just shut down the stream. We all go home. I, uh, I don't think I can keep watching too hot to handle on Netflix with my wife. Um, all right. So, so, so this is a good time to say, Pete, do you think it was a good idea to schedule this in the middle of the NBA finals (laughs) game one? We have not addressed that yet. And now you say if the stream ends early, you're going to go watch too hot to handle <laughs> yeah uh, yeah I, i'm pretty sure like i've let down any you know airs of me watching the nba long ago mike um, the finals, the finals. i will i will tell you the suns are up 45 38 we are monitoring it over here I, yeah, yeah I, I, i'm monitoring as well i get all of my playoff updates from jack logging onto the stream for one and a half <laughs> yeah plunge that uh, i've been on this stream for a number of months, as you guys have highlighted, that was the biggest bag pump I've ever seen by far. <laughs> Not in a bad I, way. I'm, ha- Not in a bad way. To, I'm happy to disclose. Like, I literally own one of them at this point. I gifted one to Alan Falcon because he's been a cool friend of mine. And I minted, so I minted three total uh, at the point of whatever. So, like, 0.06 I put into this. I gave one of them to Alan. I sold one of them for 0.06, which was a nurse hat, which is like kind of rare. And I, the, my Twitter avatar right now is 
the one that I have left, which is listed for sale. If someone wants to buy it on stream, go for it, have at it. But like, that's, I'm not trying to like, just, Oh, I'm going to go make my money or whatever. Like I'm if you, someone bought it right now and proved it to me, I would go right now and buy another one that was like less rare because I still want to be involved in their group. Like, I don't care that I have the super I, rarest. I don't care. You know what? I don't care. MBL. I don't care that I have the S one John Morant and I've got 30 of them or 50 of them or 180 of them or however many, I just want to be involved in the community and I'm okay. Like taking profits on the way up so that if there are things that I can do with that money, like pay for my golf trip next month. Great. But you know what? I'm not sit, sitting here like, Hey, go buy my thing, my specific one, whatever. I, well, I, I you know? let's, I will just say too, I think what's happened and we've, we've seen it ever since crypto punks, right? Like those are inaccessible, uh, to most people and why the apes had such a massive success is because it did provide this place for a lot of people who wanted to be a part of an avatar community project like this, a realistic entry point. Now that one has gotten out of hand with its floor. Now we need some of these new ones. And so I think it's just like teasing apart how much of it is the, you know, NFT flippers getting in there, you know, trying to yeah. just flip on all these and how much of it is people just trying to find their NFT project that they can connect with. And then they feel like they're a part of it and got in early, which you can't untangle the getting in early part from it. The earlier you get in, the funner it is. I also, also want to say for everyone who's watching, doesn't know plunge. Plunge is not the type to pump his bags. That wasn't a serious comment. He's clearly passionate about the project. And he owns a couple of them, and it's. I own one of them. All one. right, that, yeah, that's, one, that's one of them. Story. That was not. That was not a serious comment. It was just a funny five-minute rant saying this is an unreal project. It's not <laughs> unreal. It's not unreal. It's it's just like in my opinion, it's a little different. That said, it is not the Picasso or the Da Vinci that you can put away in the vault and like let hang. Nor is it intended. I don't think. It's supposed to be fun. And they get there. Punks weren't that initially either. Yeah, but the, but the 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 history of the punks matters, right? That that's the that's the uh, long term value proposition of the punks, right? Is that it like, oh, it's the first? Well, not because is... they're cool art. Because if you told me like, hey, these were worth five dollars, be like, that's fucking stupid. But it's worth I mean, a it, lot of it's money. Good, it's, it's good art. Plunge. It's good art. <laughs> okay. It's really now you're fucking your bags. Uh, <laughs> really good I will, art. I will say, like, if cool, if the Cool Cats NFTs, the path <laughs> to them having like longevity in in sticking around is again this concept of the Cool Cats NBA Top Shot community like continues to grow and be really robust and doesn't go away and finds new things. Like at that point, I could see the two kind of tides carrying each other. You're saying we got another jersey? Another jersey <laughs> yeah, down the right, pipeline? Yeah, little guy. So <laughs> you're saying, wait, did you say it's the same artwork as this guy? <laughs> or is that a different artwork? That's a different one. That was okay. um, that was someone in the Cool Cats Discord. Uh, Project Pat, I think is his name. I've, it's something Pat. Um, he came up with the Lucky Maneki and then also the icon in the Discord. But Where did you guys get the jerseys made? Say again? Where'd you guys get the jerseys made? That's like, proprietary was, information oh, for the uh, holders. It was a, com a company called Boomba, I think. Um, and Chugs, Chugs and Bugs was the guy that um, was, he like spearheaded it and was like, hey, let's make this a thing and contacted them and put it all together and worked with them on, yeah, Project Pat. Thanks, Chugs. He's in the chat. Um, yeah, so he, he did all the legwork on it and like went back and forth with them a bunch of times on the proofs and at one point, all the sublimation on the jersey was like cat scratches, which is kind of cool. 
if you notice, uh, Mike, in your in the actual trim of the pink, there are cat mm -hmm. scratches in there. There's a nice little. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. You got a full, you you a full screen? Piece? Yeah, let me yeah. see. I didn't even notice this. Man, right here. Whoa. Look at this. Let's, let's, can we get in? Are you guys seeing it? Oh, okay. All right. A little yeah, bit. Not little quite, bit. but that's yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll try a little bit more. No, it's not going to work. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. There we're, we go. We're calling okay. the Boomba logo. <laughs> I'm keep, keeping the camera like this the rest of the way out. <laughs> yeah, please do. Um. Huge but, yeah, but the, the the merch looks great. The jerseys look great. The hat looks great. There's there's great merch throughout this stream right now. All right, plunge. I'm gonna put a, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna put a Google form <laughs> in the got, chat. Pete just let that go. I can't believe that. That was very subtle. It was, a, it was, a floaty, it was very it was a good. Spin. He was, was trying to Mike Sawi. I mean, yeah, the, the integrated product placement on this show is out of control. Now <laughs> <You're> gonna have <laughs> floaty posters it's gonna yeah. be everywhere. <laughs> um, okay, plunge. I'm gonna circulate this Google form, but I want like some barrier of entry. I need like some question on here. I like a, a 500 word essay on what the Cool Cats NFTs mean to you. Um, like an artistic. What's your favorite? What, what's your favorite Cool Cat trait? I don't know. There's a bunch of. Okay. Them. There's cool. There's apples on heads. There's like sushi ones. There's arrows. Is there a heads. rarity chart? Like, can yep. can we? And like, how many of them are the of the of the rarest one? Like, what's the there rarest are, one, and how many are there? Yeah. So, uh, if you go to coolcatsnft.com and feel free to share it, I don't know if you guys have access to that. Um, coolcatsnft.com has like the rarity table. There's um, 150 ish that are in the like the like yellow tier of exotic rarity or whatever, and then there's 500 or so that are in like the purple tier. That's like a nine, and then there's it goes like eight, seven, six down through, and actually the the most are in like the four, I think the three four range, and then even the two ones are actually more rare than the three fours. But it's all like trade combination stuff um, that this sort of correspond to various rarities. Um, interestingly, I will say this: the so there's a couple of traits in particular that like there's been a, a huge rallying cry around in the same way that I imagined MBL with punks like. Uh, your punk has a beanie on it, right? Like the a, one, at least it has a, a knitted hat. Knitted hat. So, like you, you, you <laughs> perhaps, and I don't, I don't want to put words in your mouth. Like you identify with that, and you, when you see other knitted hats, punks, you're like, knitted hat punk, like cool. Yeah, yeah. You, you uh, write, you write under their tweets, and you, and you, and you make a connection. Yeah. Right. Or if <laughs> yeah. you've got a beanie, like beanie, you like, oh, this, that, and the other thing. So, anyway, with the traits and stuff, like there, are, there are people that are like can kind of congealing around them. The squirtle glasses is like the big one. If you get one with squirtle glasses, that for whatever reason, that see, particular yeah. trait is massive. And then I, the one that I have is deep sea orange, which is like a deep sea helmet. There's only like 50 of them, but like they're kind of aesthetically like interesting and they look kind of funky with other combinations of like their shirts. So there's some of them that look like, even though they're super rare, they're like really off because they're, or at least in my opinion, they're really off because it's like, oh, it's a deep sea helmet and like a gorilla suit. <laughs> like, mm. What's going that's, on? That's here? like the, the six attribute punks are like yeah. that. It looks like a it looks like a mess, but they're rare. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's sort of like there's a there's a balance between like, hey, this is super rare on paper because it's like you combine all the traits and they're X number of things, versus like this is aesthetically pleasing. So like. Uh, the the deep sea helmet for example there if you have a deep sea helmet and a deep sea suit there's only like one or two of them 
that even if they're like less rare in the grand scheme of things, long story short, like there's some, I think there's something probably for everyone trait wise. Um, and I don't know, there's actually, Pete, I don't know. Can you pull up the rarity tools website? What, what's the, it's what's the rarity, URL? Rarity.tools. And there's actually like a cool guy saying you can kind of see some of the, just to show a couple of the different traits and stuff. Rarity.tools. Yeah. Rarity.tools. And then you can filter it by project. I think it's probably rarity.tools backslash cool cats or whatever. Okay. I don't know oh, this actually reminds me of a project I'm seeing when I immediately wait here. The real CryptoPunks are probably the most like offensively looking project I've ever seen. Have you guys seen these? <laughs> no. They're, they're so bad. <laughs> This is this is the opposite of a pump. Oh, I just God. have to show like all these like like versus there. They they really give me nightmare fuel. This like, this looks like an SNL sketch right here. Like what the hell is this? <laughs> these are all who, Pete Davidson. Who is the market for this? They're asking for a hundred ETH on uh, yeah. OpenSea. And, and, and for reference, their avatar. Like, oh, Jesus Christ, it's metallic. Yeah. And for anybody that's asking in the chat, like if you don't have a MetaMask wallet set up right now, that's okay. Like if you win the thing, don't worry about it. Like get into the Discord. We'll work with you to set something up. Like this can be your first NFT that's on Ethereum blockchain as opposed to Topshot. Like that's part of some of this is like we'll work with you on it. So I, anyway, so these are – this is like the rarity trade tool. There were nine of them that were like – the unknown cats that got dropped that are the first nine there. There's only one of one of, of each of those. And then beyond that, it starts to get into super rare stuff. That so skeleton two, one's got to be the best, right? Um, it's, it's pretty dope. Um, I like it. The one that's sold for the most though, is the, the, and one of one, the, the upside down cat, that was a five ETH sale. Um, and then the all of like the TV head ones with Bob Ross on them are going for a lot right now. The TV head pixel faces are pretty good. <laughs> Nothing so says cool cats NFTs like a TV with Bob Ross on it. <laughs> so, so but again, again, this is and right now this is ranked by like mathematical rarity, yeah, like yeah. the most mathematically yeah. rare thing. But if you sorted this by like highest previous sale or whatever, like okay, so go up to that. Actually, go down there. So, so you see that one number sixty one. Number 61 is a full deep sea diver suit and squirtle glasses. Like that's in my and, and, opinion. And the, uh, the head boobs. Right, yeah, I'm terrified how much you know about this. Pledge. Yeah, how do no, I just, time for I'm all this? I'm interested, man. I'm just <laughs> interested. Um, so anyway, but, but you see the one like number 54 where it's like, it's got a deep sea diver hat and a gorilla suit. Like, would you rather have the more rare that one or the one that matches and even if it's mathematically more rare like aesthetically it's not as pleasing at least to me but anyway long story short go into this tool there are there are traits even at the floor like if you sort this by low to high and just look at the floor or you looked at the things that are the cheapest like there's some stuff in there that you might resonate with um and and it is i will say it's a lot harder to resonate with something at 0.15 eth than it is at 0.02 and I don't fault anyone for not wanting to get in at 0.15 and take on someone else's bags that may have minted it at that and are getting 7x. Like, if now is not the time, that's cool. But we're probably going to be able to bring two people in at the very least. Um, and you can monitor it. And if it comes into your wheelhouse, great. If you make some money off another project and you think that you're cute, like, it doesn't, I, it doesn't, I don't get any money from doing this. So it's just something I'm interested in. Yeah. 
I'll, I'll show the people the only cool cat I bought. I was literally bullied into it because someone said it looked like the wind packs version of the cool cat with the orange oh, like beanie. That. And so I just, I get, I get tagged in the club NFT channel and deposit kingdom and like they it. bully me into buying these NFTs because they tie in with my brand somehow. You have a good offer on it right now. Is it Mike? Is that a good offer? 69 bucks. What if I paid 0.12 for it? Nice. <laughs> it's gotta be relative to current value. Yeah. Um, okay, let, let's talk a little more Top Shot. The yeah. uh, people are getting restless. Um, some people are want the distraction from Top Shot. Some people I'll, want us to talk Top Shot. I'll be right back. Yeah. Okay, I need these restrooms. I'm gonna actually get. I'm gonna get a drink too. I say we leave this <laughs> yeah, to Mike. The finally, only two dude. people capable of talking about Top finally. Shot. You got it. You guys do this. We'll be right back. All right. MBL, I feel like the the chat for the last thirty five minutes is like, please God, MB, can MBL just say something about Top Shot? So I feel like now that we've cleared the room, there are no avatars out there. How how are you feeling? Uh, so should I launch into the State of the Union that I prepared, yeah. or just keep it higher level right now? No, no. I, I mean, you do. Let, why don't I change my lights in the background? I feel like I can go. Full. Okay. I don't, Let I don't me ask have you a quick question. Is that a, is that like a streaming thing that you and Overzet both have, or it's more of like an aesthetic thing that happens to look nice in the back of a stream? So when I started streaming, I wanted to get something like that, and I think probably from seeing so. Yeah, I feel like I'm a peak copycat. You <laughs> back there. Yeah, yeah you can do it. You could that. absolutely make that happen. You can make that happen. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So I, I'll, I will get into it. I have like a, a little formalized thing here, but I'll keep it a little bit more casual. Um, right. Okay. So I will start small and then expand into more detail. Um, where I'm starting to get a little bit. Welcome back, Pete. I'm starting to launch into a, 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 a sort of an abridged state of the union yes yeah, where i encourage feedback and questions in the middle of this okay okay cool. i have seen a lot of commentary recently that basically top shot is dead dapper is a complete mess dapper fucked up a good thing that um it's dapper's fault that we've all lost money um roham is awful um you know, articles written about how bad Dapper is, all this sort of commentary. And I think, you know, the overarching thesis here is going to be that I think that people have seen account values go down um, and they want to kind of attribute a reason to it. And the easiest and most central figure is Dapper. And Dapper has some control over the market, but I want to take everyone back to February. In February, what happened was we had a weird combination of endless, endless, endless new users joining because of Bales's article, because of general publicity, um, because everyone started telling their friends, wow, we've got this new platform where it's literally free money. The prices only go up. And the user base went up 100 times between the end of December and the end of February, literally from 2,000 to 200,000, something in that range. I don't know the exact numbers. And that happened to um, correspond with a time when they had no new supply coming on. So the pack drop system was completely broken. I think we went two months between rare drops. The base pack drops were a complete mess. There were these stress tests and the, the site was broken. It was unstable. And so basically we had the combination of massive, massive, massive demand and new user sign up and no new supply coming up, which naturally leads to 
enormous and explosive price appreciation. But, and I say this with the benefit of hindsight, because I very much believed it was legitimate at the time, um, it was something that was artificially inflated. We had basically people coming on, wanting to get involved, wanting to build their collection, whether for the flip or for the fun of it, but build their collection one way or the other. But they were pushing values up to astronomical levels, to 200 to 500 times what they were just two or three months earlier. And what I think is going on overall is essentially the market is right-sizing from that increase. So if you kind of zoom all the way out and you look back starting in June, if you really want, starting in, I don't know, as recently as December, there's been actually a reasonable trajectory up from December to where we all are now. Obviously, we had an enormous spike in the middle. But what I want to stress is it's not like Dapper came and, and decreed this is what moments are worth now. The user base bought moments. The user base drove the prices up. And I don't think it's Dapper's responsibility to, to keep the market at that level, to ensure that anyone who buys in doesn't lose money. And so a few common complaints I've seen are that Dapper has oversupplied the market and therefore diluted the value of all of our accounts. So first things first, obviously every single collector today, myself included, you guys included, anyone who holds any Top Shot moments benefits from fewer uh, new Top Shot moments. Uh, there is a smaller supply pool and that helps your bags, especially as new user growth is happening. Having said that, that doesn't perfectly align with one, what Dapper has represented they're going to do and two, Dapper's objective. So just stepping back and thinking practically what's gonna happen, Dapper will continue releasing moments over time. They've always said we will release common moments all the time, essentially to the point where they're always available and they haven't been able to achieve that yet. Um, and we'll release rare or legendary packs once a week, even once every two weeks, they floated that sort of frequency of pack drop. And so they are essentially doing exactly what they said they're going to do right now. And yet everyone is saying that is why the market is going down. Um, then secondly, everyone's saying that Dapper should be marketing at this point. That does Dapper not know it's the NBA playoffs right now? Do they not know it's the finals right now? And, and Jack put up a post, which I, th I think uh, it was a valid post saying, could Topshot do more around the finals? Um, and I, I kind of respond a little bit tongue in cheek saying a list of things that could be going on right now. One, Dapper doesn't feel like they're ready. Two, the NBA doesn't feel like Dapper is ready. Um, three, I don't remember what three was. And four, Dapper does not know that the NBA finals is going on right now. And I think that there's a, there's a legitimate portion of the community who wants to believe that four is true because they want to say Dapper are idiots and that's why I'm losing money. Not because... I bought into a product at a very, very high price. That was, it was difficult to tell at the time that it was a high price, but I bought in at a high price. And now the market's reaching more what are probably realistic levels at this point. And so those are the two primary complaints I've seen from people, dilution and lack of marketing um, that I can't say I fully agree with. Is Could Dabber have done a little bit better on the supply side? I, I guess, I don't know what that means. If, if the moments didn't go to 40,000, if they went to... 32,000 instead or 25,000 on the common moments. Would that have changed where we are right now? Like, I, I, don't, I don't think so practically. Um, where I think Dapper has fallen short is 
I think that if you go back to February, and again, I say this with the benefit of hindsight, I don't think it was easy at the time. I think they should have one KYC'd every single person coming onto the platform. It was mm -hmm. an idea that was floated and discussed. They said that they felt like it, uh, it stunted the growth of the platform too much. They didn't have the support team to process that in any reasonable amount of time. And so they weren't going to do it now, but they'll do it in the future. And what that led to is an endless stream of bots and multi-accounters. So they were... Dapper did an absolutely shoddy job of controlling bots and multi-counters, and that was a, a devastating uh, you know, period of weeks and months on the platform, uh, multi-counters and bots, and they just came in, they swooped up, they got most packs, they sold them to the marketplace, and it was a complete disaster. Um, and I think that during this February run-up, if you can't release new supply right now, I think that Dapper probably should have shut the doors completely on new signups. And they did limit new signups. I think they did Google-only signups. Um, but I don't think that was enough. Uh, I think, again, with the benefit of hindsight, I don't think many people were saying this at the time. If you let lots and lots of new people in but don't add to the supply, it's going to lead to an artificial pump of the moment. And I don't want to say you could see this coming, but at some point the market's going to find its equilibrium and it's not going to be... Um, based on the artificial pump uh, where it was. But what's kind of, so essentially the, the, the point that I'm making overall is I think the market is going down, not because Dapper is fucking up, but because it reached artificially high levels in February. And now the market is kind of finding its footing. What's bothering me a little bit is the commentary from people on Twitter who kind of seem to almost want to say, I had a shitty experience. Therefore, I'm going to go out of my way to reply to every tweet, every post to spread FUD wherever possible to ensure that everyone else also has a bad time. It seems like that's their objective and that they want the platform to fail now because they had a bad experience. And it, it's just, it's kind of frustrating to see. And, you know, they, they it's, it seems like that's their goal. And I understand people are frustrated. I get people are frustrated. It's just, you know, is the best reaction there to go and try and take down the entire platform? Would that make you sleep better at night if everyone else also lost a lot of money? If the platform failed, if Dapper Labs crashed and burned, would you then feel better? And it's like, that's what it sort of feels like. And that kind of thing bothers me. It's like, if you want to criticize the platform, try and be productive about it. Try and introduce decent suggestions, actionable suggestions. Um, and let's see, I'm... Looking down okay. to my notes because it's an official state of the union. Yes, yes, please, Mike. Can I? Yeah. Well, I was gonna. First of all, I think we can all agree we learn a lot from Twitter replies. I think we've all <laughs> emotionally, uh, intellectually, uh, have been stimulated by Twitter replies. No, but NBL, I wanted to ask you, and I don't want to get into like, or actually any of you guys, and I don't want to get into like financial advice territory. Uh, but pretend your account doesn't necessarily look like Pete's body, but it looks more like my body, right? So we're moving from whale to fish. Uh, where like how, in Harry versus bald. Yeah. Yeah. Harry versus bald. That's also a good comp. Harry versus bald. They, that was a nice plunge. Thank you so much. <laughs> but how, like with, with everything, the way that it is right now, right. With everything and you know, everyone's upset. Uh, the market seems to be continuing going down. Like if you were in that situation, how are you even like attacking this? And I don't mean like specific, moments or whatever but like how would you even approach strategically how would you even approach this situation 
So what Which I would probably okay. do is, yeah, I, so I, th I think it's really, really difficult to, as they say in finance world, catch a falling knife. I don't know if that's like a not finance or finance thing, whatever, to, catch, to, to call the exact bottom, basically. I think what you're probably better off doing is kind of waiting till you see maybe like a 10 to 15% pop and get back in then. Um, and, you know, you, you, you haven't timed it exactly perfectly, but hopefully assuming things have actually turned around and, they, you know, uh, there's been the, the full kind of cycle out of sellers and cycle in of new adopters and NBA fans and all that good stuff. Um, then hopefully you get the rest of the ride up from there without having to, you know, stress and stay up. And did I actually catch the bottom? Oh, wait, there was this bad tweet from Roham. Now it's down another 5% and you sleep better at night. Um, you probably end up getting a more efficient entry point. Um, and you know, you, you miss the exact bottom, but I think generally you win overall. Um, that's one way, or you can kind of do the do dollar cost average in where you say, you know, I've got a $5,000 budget, I'll put $100 in a day for the next 50 days, uh, something like that, or whatever it is, 200 bucks a week for uh, 25 weeks. Mike, what have you guys been doing, Zakarian? Because I know you guys uh, recently completed the the Hollow Challenge. It seems like I know you, you every yeah. You're well. I actually helped. Seriously, you with thank that. you. I legitimately Trey and I loaned you our Chris Middleton. <laughs> thank um, you. And you also need to give that back. Uh, <laughs> we'll see, we'll see what happens. We'll see uh, how no, the finals go. Okay, <laughs> seven, seven days is up. You should be able to. Yeah. Get that. Seven <laughs> days up. I need I need it fucking back right now, dude. Um, but uh. It's still like I know you're you're still engaging with the marketplace. You're still looking at prices. You're looking for uh, you know, entry points. Like, do you get excited in some ways when it's dropping, knowing like I mean, I hadn't looked at the like Kobe LeBron tribute dunk in like a long time. I'm like, holy shit, it's down to five thousand dollars. Like, even the Lamello, which I was contemplating buying at two thousand, is down to like five hundred. Like, are are you looking for entry points here? So this is what I've been doing. I haven't been looking at anything I've purchased, but only the things that I want to purchase. There you so go. I, I yeah. haven't checked on anything that I got because I don't want to know. I, I yeah. like I it got to a place that I felt comfortable with and I was like, okay, that's that's mine now, but I'm not going to check to see where it's at. Versus like all the things that felt like they were so out of range that are now coming back to earth. Those are the things that I, I'm checking daily. And that's been kind of that's been fun doing that. And I think a lot of people who were like, Oh, I'll never get series one top shot debuts, all of a sudden now have an opportunity to get series one top shot debuts or to get stuff that was like so overpriced the series two like 7500 or 15ks that are all of a sudden like back in place now uh but i think that's like one of the reasons why because you can only do that so much you can only engage with that sort of like behavior so much in the marketplace every day before you drive yourself crazy and that's why i do think they need to find like other opportunities for utility like even a stupid thing like a quest tonight right like a quest for the finals where i'm out there buying a bobby portis fucking top shot debut which i'm not pumped about but like it's like oh he might be a top 10 but it, it just like you know what i mean like another way that we're engaging with the marketplace a little bit more or just with the site and nbl i know you've said this a bunch like finding uh, more opportunities to engage with like the top shot platform more than to just like, cause if you're just monitoring like how things are going up or going down every day, you really are going to drive yourself crazy. I think, uh, which I can attest to and like, and there's video footage. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of how I've been doing it. I've been like making a, a shopping list of things that I'm excited to hopefully have an opportunity to buy. And then as they come into range, get them. Um, 
but then you know what's crazy too i feel like we're constantly like readjusting what is range in range too like there i remember that zion and luca top shot debut which is something that i was like i'll i'll never get those i'm so jealous of people who have those and then all of a sudden they get to 2000 i'm like oh i think maybe maybe we're gonna get those but now like 2000 that's probably too much we're gonna let that come down a little bit more like we're constantly reevaluating what the floor is of all of this stuff which is like scary but also exciting because it's scary if you already have it it's exciting if you don't it also it's a really good way to interrogate how you actually feel about those moments did you mm -hmm. do you like the moments because you legitimately like them and, and you want an entry point or did you like it because you thought it was gonna 10x and you wanted to get in fast and a lot of times if you're not buying you know a 50 percent 75 percent 200 percent dip it's because you just wanted it to go to the moon you didn't love it that much right right that's what like i had i was able to get the john morant the last time everything went down the top shot debut John Morant. i haven't checked the price on that since because i'm just so excited i have it i never thought i was going to get the series one top shot debut of john morant and i'm just excited i have it so i'm never going to look at it again unless i buy another one like that would be the only time uh but i'm just excited to have it yeah. And we were, we were talking about that with uh, Trey Kirby the other week, I think, or, or maybe it was from the top shot survey. Cause I think both Trey and I were saying like, we need a better way to display these moments. Like the avatar projects are all the buzz right now because it's really easy to display and show them off. And like right now, like no one is showing off moments. Like I haven't seen someone like post on Twitter, like how bad ass is this moment or how cool is it that I own this cereal? Like that kind of conversation that was happening in February is just not happening anymore. I mean, yeah. there's 15 times as much supply, right? Like, yeah, I think that's, and I saw it in the chat and I don't, I don't know who it was, but like S1, less than a million moments total. And there's 15 million in series two. And I, back to a point that I made before, like the metrics that Top Shot is using to define success for their platform is building for the future and what that looks like to them because of what's on their roadmap, whether or not they've shared it with us or otherwise, is making the new user experience accessible. That's the reason that there are so many moments, that that's the reason that they have expanded the circulating count on so many of them is such that if I'm brand new and I've never heard of Top Shop before and I someone tells me about it, I see a marketing pitch on a YouTube stream I get served an ad on Facebook that when I come to the site, I can buy something. And for a really long time, you could not do that because there was not enough supply. And for us, for people that were in in January or earlier, what that means for us is you are diluting everything that we have and what prices were there. And to MBL's point before, which is a very, very astute one, like, that pump was fundamentally a result of they cannot get enough moments into enough people's hands in order to not have all of these things that shouldn't be way, 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 way up rise that fast. And, you know, we, we again, we lose sight of it, but like literally they couldn't pull off a pack drop in February. Like it was, it was, there was nothing mm -hmm. new coming because they couldn't even execute a pack drop. And there were, 5x 6x 10x users coming into the site which is why the floor moments and it's hard to hard to imagine at this point like the cheapest moment that you could buy on top shot at some point in february was like 21 or 22 dollars yeah like that's so crazy I, to think about now 
I've let's say part the ending part of, of the of the State of the Union. We'll say now I've looked down. I've seen a couple of things that I forgot to say. Um, so first on the on the supply side, I think an important note is. You know, we talk about what does Dapper look at in terms of determining the size of additions, how often to drop packs. And the, the community as a whole was communicating to them one thing. We want more packs. There was literally a meme, you know, maybe overzet driven, maybe not, when packs. Uh, and, and Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe not. We got fucking mugs made, Mike. Maybe. And, 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 and I know your, your cool cat was inspired by that, too, I'll note. Um, but what did the collectors tell them? We want more packs. Every single pack instantly sold out. And I, I, I do say that with a big asterisk because I think that's a little bit fake because the packs were extremely plus EV, as I wrote a whole long thread on that everyone probably hated. Um, people were buying packs not because they wanted moments, but because they wanted money. And so it was a weird combination of things. But under the system they were running, the packs sold out over and over and over and over and over again. And so Dapper has always said from day one, and hopefully they put this information somewhere accessible for new users, but from day one, they've said, we always want common packs to be, to be available, which means we basically want common moments to be cheap. And so they went ahead and did what they said what they were going to do from the supply side. And like, I know that's not what people want to hear because the moments were valued up here. And because they did what they said they were going to do, the moments are now valued down here. I don't know. I mean, should Dapper have changed course to keep moments artificially inflated based on the February dynamics? I don't think so. I mean, they didn't drive the prices up. The users bought moments up. Um, okay. Next thing. Then um, I saw one comment from Fran Millionaire, who's a friend of the pod and a tennis fan. So we like Fran, good good, uh, good cat. And he said, how, how should we have known that February was a high point? I'm not suggesting that people should have known or should have done anything differently. The, only, the primary point I'm trying to make here is I don't think it's anything Dapper has done grossly wrong that has led to the market falling right now. I think that it's because it reached a point that was way too high and it's coming back down right now. And I in some ways applaud Dapper for not going for a knee-jerk reaction to try and you know, keep moments that, that high. And I do think you can make a reasonable argument that the collector's score does come with a lot of benefits and makes some sense in theory, but in its current form does sort of feel like an attempt to stop the bleeding right now. And I like the idea of trying to define a collector, but I think the collector score is a difficult way to do it. I don't know of a better way to do it, though, at this point. So I don't have a great recommendation there. Um, my, I guess my, my final overarching point here is I would love for people to disentangle their view of the platform from their account values. I think yeah. that if you look at the platform today versus where it was and the complaints people used to have versus the complaints people have today, Dapper's done really, really, really well. Um, the site was crashing or in maintenance mode on a daily basis, not so long ago. Withdrawals where people couldn't get money off the platform. Um, people had issues with anything and everything that they would complain about. And Dapper's basically fixed all of those issues. And so now basically the issue is just a generic Dapper is dumb because my account is down. And like, I'd love to hear like more specific complaints. What is Dapper doing wrong? And so another example of what I think they're doing wrong is I don't love the idea of them retroactively going and rewarding throwdown holders um, with a kind of unexpected challenge because that pack drop didn't go well and people lost money on it. I think it's a bit of a slippery slope for them to try and make people whole like that. They did. They 
they did not reward throwdowns holders. They rewarded Donovan Mitchell rare holders. All right, whatever. It is. I, 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 I don't, I don't like the idea of them springing unexpected things on like that. I think that anything like that maybe should come along with we're freezing the market for like twelve hours after this, so that everyone can digest the information and act on that information twelve hours after. I don't love the to your point plunge earlier. Top shots shouldn't be a twenty four seven thing for people, and it becomes a twenty four seven thing if they make it a timing thing. We're going to release an idea a, and. You, you've made the argument multiple times, and I'm actually in favor yeah. of it, right? There should be a time every week that information is disseminated that's market-changing or market-shifting information, um, it, That's there, it, which is incongruous with the surprise and delight elements that make things fun. And right. it's really – it's a tough tightrope tight rope for them to walk to say, all right, we're going to keep you interested and keep you coming back and keep you – um, engaged and on the site and active and, and working through showcases or challenges or being being on the marketplace or seeing what what's out there versus telling you everything and telegraphing exactly what's going to happen. Because if we know exactly what's going to happen, what it becomes is a math game. It's 100% a math game. It's just like, all right, everybody does the math and it's EV or it's not. And you know, kudos to the folks that own the moment and some of these other sites like Live Token and Moment Ranks that like have all these awesome tools to make this work and all of these other communities that can do that math really quickly. But like that's that that's part of it, right? Right now, the game is and the utility of these moments outside of just I can hold them is how can I engage with the platform in some way to manifest a reward or otherwise. And I will say, and I think one thing, Emil, that I think they got wrong, and you hinted at this before, and the reason they got it wrong was a kind of overcorrection or, or a significant correction to combat multiple accounting and bots and, and making it fair for everyone. A huge part of collector experience and part of the reason, a huge reason that the network effects were felt in early February for people bringing others in was we can collaborate on this together. I can borrow from MBL a moment and I can borrow from Pete a moment. I can borrow Mike a moment and we can own this thing together to complete this challenge. And they they said, not, nope, no more because it's difficult to regulate and uh, maintain the like, you know, the, the fair playness, at least in their current system. I think they very significantly need to walk that back so that all four of us, if we have, and we all got got lucky on a playoff pack and we got four of us, got four individual different moments, that guess what? We can complete a challenge in with a cost basis that's much less than the cost of those moments on the marketplace as inflated by the current demand for them. It will decrease the overall inflated demand of them overall, but it will also make it a more collaborative and fun experience for everyone. And right now I'm in the throes of doing that with the hollow challenge, right? With for Embiid. I, I cracked the booker in the hollow icon pack. I got one of those things. I cannot afford the other $7,000 with the moments, but I can collaborate with my, my people that I work with or I'm in discourse with or my friends or whatever. Say, hey, we're going to go on in this together. 
And that collector experience is super valuable because it breeds network effects of this is fun for others. And it's not just me on my own. How big is my bankroll? How much can I afford to float? Do I need to flip this in order to get liquid enough to do the next thing? Like you can strategize and you have a lot more different avenues and mechanisms by which to play the game beyond just is my bank and my bank account or my dapper balance or my ETH balance big enough to execute on trade A, trade B, trade C, and you know, participate in whatever challenge or quest is out there. And I think that like that's a huge deal and they need to make that right. And they haven't yet. So so I agree that one thing what's up, Derek? What oh and Eric, what's up? The film crew. Oh, what's up, boys? Um, hey. So one thing that you mentioned that I want to hit on is the, the third-party tools that are available between Own the Moment, Live Token, and everything else. I think that that's one of the fundamental challenges that Dapper needs to find a way to overcome. There is too much information available. And I, I went to a physical card show, a physical NFT show, I don't know, six weeks ago or whatever, and I went in there. I had not the faintest idea what I was doing, no idea what I was doing. And I went in and I bought a baseball card for like $74. I don't know if it's worth $5. I don't know if it's worth $190. I don't know if it's worth $16. And that was fun. I had a great time with that. That was gambling. That was a good time. I had a little conversation with the guy behind the desk. I concluded he's not a scumbag. This seems like a good enough deal. And that was it. And like that that sort of unknown does not exist at, in any way on, to, on Top Shot. And it, to me, it's one of the appealing aspects of it. But it removes sort of some of the collectibles aspect, the idea of, Finding a, 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 a hidden gem, a diamond in the rough, something that everyone else missed, it doesn't, exi- doesn't exist. And a secondary issue there is we see the entire universe of available moments every time we go into the site. So if you go to a trade show, you might see four Giannis cards. And, oh, that's a cool one from his rookie season. That's a cool one where he's dunking. That's a cool free throw one. And that one's kind of shiny over there. Great. Those are my options. I don't know what they should be worth. I don't know. I don't know what they cost normally. I don't know what an auction would go for. I want a Giannis card. I'm buying one of these four. You go into Top Shot, you see there are 40,000 of this one, 35,000 of that. And it just seems like there are a shit ton of these everywhere and, and anywhere. And a Tops common moment, I don't know what the hell the card, a regular Tops card, I don't know how, how many it has. It probably has 750,000 of them floating around the world, but we'll never know that answer. So you can suspend your disbelief a little bit and say, hey, this is a cool card. Whereas if you go on Top Shot and you get a, um, a LeBron James, you know, 750,000 edition size moment, you kind of feel like this isn't worth anything. So I think the blockchain aspect is great for many, many purposes, but I think that's one fundamental issue. The second fundamental issue is that Top Shot's categorizing itself as NFTs, and technically they are NFTs, but I think that that is a bit problematic. When people think of NFTs, they think of CryptoPunks, they think of bored apes, they think of one of one pieces of art, and they don't think about inflationary supply. And that drives the NFT crowd absolutely nuts. You can see, based on the Twitter feedback to what Dapper is doing right now, that a huge complaint is too much supply. And I really think that's people sitting there and saying, when I look at CryptoPunks, there's 10,000 every time. When I look at Cool Cats, whatever your Cool Cat NFT is, it's 10,000 every time. There's you know, 5,000 deadheads and whatever other projects are going on. There's a capped number of them. We know how many there are. When more people want them, that means price up. Whereas in Top Shot, it may just mean we're staying even because people are buying new moments instead of existing moments. And I think people have struggled to deal with that. 
I think that people like the lottery aspect of these new avatar things, and they like more of a gamble than Top Shot's offering them right now. And I don't know how Top Shot competes with that. And I sort of think Top Shot shouldn't be trying to compete with that. Top Shot's target market is average NBA fan, realistically. They've made it super easy to buy shit with your credit card to go on. You don't need to know what a blockchain is. You don't need a crypto wallet. You go, you swipe your credit card, you buy a moment, you look at it, you watch the play. Great. It's designed for the casual NBA fan, not for the NFT fan who's comparing to all these other projects. And I do think that Top Shot needs to keep their eye on the prize there, which is why I'm a little bit stressed about some of Roham's polls from this week that say, should we introduce all these NFT features to Top Shot? And I'm kind of like, if I'm you know, an, an average NBA fan who doesn't know the first thing about blockchain and I see I can go onto this platform that offers crafting and staking and merging and whatever else, I'm like, what the hell is going on here? This is way too complicated. I'm out. And I think you're trying to compete for the wrong user base at that do point. You think, I, I agree with that, NBL, but do you think that it's it's... Uh, would you say the average Top Shot user right now is an average NBA fan? And I, because I I don't know if that's the case. And I I think I, that's yeah. where some of the struggle is, right? Where that it's not the average NBA fan. So that the utility that Rohan's talking about or like, like throwing out there is probably appeasing the people that are already there, but not the people that will be there. So, so in, in, in my mind, that's fighting a losing battle. You're competing with these NFT projects that, again, have capped supply that can, can do these weird things that not, no one affiliated with the NBA can do. You can, you, know, you can mint a bunch of things for 0.02, and hopefully everyone gets up to 0.4, and everyone's excited and talking about floor prices. And it's really hard to compete with the excitement of that. And I don't think Top Shot should be competing with the excitement of that. And I'm worried that in response to the current user base, which is crypto heavier than what I think the ultimate user base will be five to 10 years down the line, they might have some knee jerk reactions and, and do some things that may help the six to 12 month outlook, but not the longer term outlook. And yeah. I, from my perspective, I think it's important to focus on the whatever it is, the 100 million NBA fans, not the 50,000 NFT fans. Mm -hmm. Well, that's why they've been in such a weird spot, right? Because initially, like you said, with the KYC stuff, they were like, no, we don't want to slow down our growth. Let's get everyone in. Let's get everyone impossible. And now they're making decisions based on the loud vocal minority of hyper-engaged NFT fans. And it's just like, that's what happened. You're, you're just a plastic bag blowing in the wind at that point. But I do want to introduce our VIP guests tonight. We got Eric Belair. We got D-Mang. Uh, and I didn't even realize this when I saw you guys on the forum tonight. You guys were both in Philadelphia for the infamous Levy, Levy Cup here. So uh, welcome to the show, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Well, uh, and let's, uh, I feel like we should do, uh, oh, I don't know where uh, Mike went there for a sec. Um, uh, Eric, uh, I want you to say, uh, I want you to tell people uh, something about D-Mang and D-Mang, I want you to tell people something about Belair because you guys hung out today for a day, I assume. We did. Uh, D-Mang is very tech, tech savvy, I'll say that. He's got an excellent collection of equipment. I think he's buying more for the next match. Uh, very smart, very kind. You know, he met me five minutes later. We're, we're jamming. We work so well together and he did a lot more work than me. I'll admit that, but Derek's cool, dude. I was, it was a pleasure to meet him. I wish we got to hang out more. I'm looking forward to hanging out with him again in the future. All right, D-Mang, what's something that people might not know about Belair after hanging IRL with him? You know, he, 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 <laughs> how can I say it? Um, 
I don't just want to go with, oh, he's much taller in real life because he is. No. But that's just too easy. Um, We're looking he, for something like he has a giant wart on his shin, you know, something no, like that. No, that's the thing. I mean, he, like, he's a super down the earth guy. Like, <laughs> and he was just like, you know, what can I do to help? You know, I'm, I'm here, you know, just very wants to, to jump in, dive in, looking to take part. And it, and, you know, I was just trying to, fish my way through the best Wi-Fi signal that we could get. But, um, you know, I was, I was tied up with on, on my nine to five on a work call and Eric had everything set up when I walked in. And that's what I'm trying to describe. How do you, how do you like, without meeting a guy, we had a couple discussions, DMS over Twitter, but he got what we were talking about. We, we shared a couple screenshots, I think, uh, in the DMS and he had it set up with what we talked about. You walked in the door and he like, it clicked with him. He got it. And, and he's talking about me with the sophistication, but he's no tech background and he picked up and he had the thing basically up off the ground running, um, ready to go. And it was us logging in to the system. So NBL, were you happy with their tech or did you hope for like some post-production where you actually win the tennis match? (laughs) I was very happy with the tech. I'll ignore the second half of your question. Um, <laughs> I, I was I was very impressed with Eric and Derek. They came in and, and they honestly they worked they worked their asses off. Starting at like eleven o'clock on the dot, they were like running around the the four or five courts that were there, setting up ladders, setting up wires. While, while Levitan and I were kind of getting warmed up and, and and chatting a little bit, and, and these guys worked extremely hard, worked their ass off. I have not watched the video. I absolutely refuse to watch the video. I will never watch the video. Um, but from what I understand, it was a very enjoyable viewing experience. I was with my in-laws for July 4th weekend. They watched it. They said that the film crew did a great job. They had a great time. They said it was intense. It was stressful. And they were upset with the results. I did not get dessert <laughs> this weekend. Um, but you guys did an awesome job. And you guys were, were great to hang out with. Uh, I'm very appreciative. Did I learn anything fun? Well, unfortunately, Derek did not join us for drinks after because, as he mentioned, he was doing his 9 to 5 job. We, we were all being... Degenerates. It was a Friday. I'll, I'll remind you, but um, Eric and I had drinks for the eight hours after the match, nine hours after the match, and it was fantastic. And I enjoyed every minute. They had to make up some drinks for me since I wasn't there, so that's appropriate. Yeah. That was one of the greatest greatest afternoons of my life. Just talking to Mike for like eight fantastic. hours straight about so many so many things. That's a long ass afternoon. That sounds like it spilled into the evening, guys. <laughs> it uh, did. We met- we met back up with Levy and his buddy, yeah. and then uh, yeah, we had we watched the Philly uh, the Sixers game, had some more drinks, and I got home at five o'clock, five thirty the next morning. I think what Eric, you're trying Eric to say back that night. Wow, wow. Eric, what you're trying to say is when you hang out with NBL, time really stands still. Yes, <laughs> you're just you're just floating in just a beautiful afternoon. Well, we appreciate you guys hopping on the show. I know you guys were listening to our very heated, uh, not heated, but uh, a passionate Top Shot conversation. I mean, Eric, you're famously on record of saying you're you're over Top Shot. Uh, is is that true? You're gonna tell your 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 love of your life, MBL, that you're you've moved on from Top Shot. No, I'm not over Top Shot. I'm not like Willis saying I don't care. Oh, that about you're Top right. Shot. That was Willis who who said that on here. Right, right now I'm just kind of indifferent, kind of bored. You know, from February or January through probably May, I was like locked in. I was on moment ranks trying to flip moments. I was trying to finish cl- you know challenges. And the last like month, month and a half, I've 
barely gone on the site. I, I think I bought a couple uh, bucks moments last week to try to do the quest, and it felt weird buying a moment after months of not doing it. So I'm just I'm just sitting. I'm hodling everything right now, and just seeing what happens. What about you, D Mang? So uh, completed the Cool Cats Master, and then I I kind of cooled it from. I'm waiting for my jersey. I have a tracking number. Right. I have a tracking number. So okay, I know everyone's got, got such fresh swag this week. Floaty hat. Cool hey, cat you got a sweet shirt. Like, War on Drugs is an awesome you know, band. That is a good, was a good show. It was a that good is a good show. shirt. Um, but uh, yeah, so it, I kind of cooled it from the marketplace a little bit. And uh, I did get the wedgie moment. Um, <laughs> That's you, Belair. That's me. That, that, that was a truck? There's like a... Oh, no, a motorcycle just drove. I live on a main road. Motorcycle just drove by. Sorry. <laughs> that was... Was good base on that. Yeah, I went right to mute. I was like, is that me? I don't know. I don't know what is going Blair, on. Blair, we get it. You live in the a vibrant neighborhood in Connecticut, all right? Yeah, as Ricky says, I'm in the rich neighborhood. I expect that kind of bullshit from Mike and Astoria, but not yeah, from you, Eric, I, in the suburbs of Connecticut. I live underneath Amtrak. I thought for sure that was Amtrak. <laughs> uh sorry, what were you saying, D Mang? Um what was I sorry? Oh, it's a marketplace, right? Right, right. Chill. Uh, yeah. Cooled it from the marketplace. You know, I picked up the wedgie, um, got a couple packs. I was buying the packs. And um, I'm just, you know, it's the summer. It is the summer. It's the summer. Summer vibes. Going to hang in the hammock. That's you know, right. I don't, I don't know if I need the marketplace this summer. I'm going to do the packs. I'm going to keep an eye out for the packs. But, I don't yeah, know. Same. you know. This has been my favorite take. I feel like this is a, a common take for uh, the Top Shot offseason right now. Is they're like, yeah, I mean, the season's ending, but also, like, the weather is nice. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not like we're coming out of a global pandemic. I know. Either, I know. But, you're right. So, um, but, well, I mean, two, two quick takes on your prior conversation. Um, I... I try when I hear someone's a basketball fan, I ask them, Top Shot, do you heard of Top Shot? And it wasn't until this past weekend that I ran into someone in the area in suburbs of Philly, north northeast Philly, that yeah, I'm on I'm on Top Shot. And they were Eric and I's age. You know, and, and it's like I'm like, I, I mean, you know, this was a finance guy at a car dealership. And um, and then he's telling me about his buddy and GM who's basically day trading moments. Oh. Um, but coming across, like I don't really come across, I've asked some people at work, um, you know, our AVP that worked in the corner office by me, he went, he played um, ball at Houston, NBA fan, never heard of top shot. And um, so I think we're early. Um, it's kind of my take. I think we're early. And when you're going back to Roham and making the tweets and adding features for the NFT. Um, I mean, my take is I don't know if you want to waxify the experience. And I was really new into uh, top shot. And then they had those, um, the baseball, the tops cards came out and I went for it but I don't know, I don't know wax. And when I try to look at it, it's like, what am I looking at? And then I could sell the packs if I want to, but then what am I going to do with the wax? And I don't get the liquidity pool. Um, 
I think I understand sushi better than the wax liquidity pool at this point. Like I, you know, it's what is that? And I, what can I trade for? Can I get ETH from wax, you know? And do I want to spend the time to figure it out? Uh, so it's like top shot speaks more to me in, in that aspect. It's a more user-friendly experience. I mean, there's some features of the wax marketplace. I guess I saw when I was looking at selling the case of cards I have, but, um, I don't know. I don't feel like it's as user friendly. I don't feel like you can find your way as a kind of novice user with sort of a, a background and an understanding, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's even the thing, like even anyone who's tried to use OpenSea, it's still nearly impenetrable for someone who isn't like extremely well-versed in this stuff. Like top shot is the first product that made it seem easy for a casual user casual users do not know they're interacting with nfts with the blockchain they're just fucking uh -huh. buying online basketball cards and it's a seamless process yeah like nfts for dummies it's easy and, and, yeah. and we know the physical card market works it's existed for 80 years it's huge it's robust people love it people pay a lot of money for it people collect they have them displayed in their office in their room like it works uh you know i, I don't think we need to stray too far from it Yes. Um, what what medal are you wearing now, Mike? <laughs> so a, a, a deep threat. I think that's the uh, uh, shout out deep threat. Yeah, deep threat. Um, recommended. No, not shout out deep threat. He, oh, said I need to, he said I need to work on my traps earlier. He did say that. I saw yeah, that. Send, send me a, send me a, a selfie, a deep threat. Let's uh, <laughs> both send selfies with our shirts off. We'll both post them online. All right? You're going to call out my traps? Let's do this. Uh, anyways, go ahead. Shout out so to So a, a deep threat <laughs> highlighted during the conversation about Lev Cup 2021 that I came in second place. And so it might be more appropriate for me to throw in the second place um, medal. So... Here we are. And so, I mean, Wait, what, so, medal now. so someone actually got the, who, who got the medals for that? No, no, this is, th these medals are from my buddy's bachelor party. Oh, okay. I didn't know yeah. if someone actually had medals made for that contest. No, no. That would have been awesome. I know. If he's watching, he's getting a little preview of it. It was a little surprise. It was not that exciting. So it's fine. Yeah. Um, Eric, what's, what's going on in, in, in Eric's world these days? You are, you, uh, you know he, what's going on in my world right now. I mean, I, I mean, that's not my information to share. That's why I'm asking you, Eric. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, no, I'm just, uh, I'm working. I'm kind of, I'm kind of uh, in a lull for work right now. It's not too, too busy, but um, I spend my time watching your streams. I go outside and get a tan every day, just about. When it's you are looking, tired. you are looking nice yeah. with that tan. Yeah, maybe that's one not... day I'll share, I'll share the tan line so you really see, but. <laughs> That's a different stream, Eric, and we charge for that one. I'm oh, getting my hand close to you for contrast. I mean, this is wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. What's your, wow. I couldn't tell if that was lighting at first. That's, that's a tan. So the lighting here is not great. I was once called, uh, I think, an Oompa Loompa because I was so orange <laughs> on one stream. So I tried to fix it, make it a little brighter today. I, I'm going to work on it. <laughs> What's uh what's the uh yeah. the hoodie? Is that a dead mouth or what is that? You don't know what this is? Is that what's a cool that cat? <laughs> no. Is this some NFT this project is... Plunge is involved in? <laughs> I don't think I don't think he is. I know you are though. Ooh. This is um it's not this isn't technically an NFT, but oh it's, it's the broccoli. Oh, okay, uh, all right. It's bean sauce. All right. 
Dude, that is a sick hoodie. I love that. I love it. It's pink. That's I love pretty it. cool. I'm, I'm psyched about it. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out. Uh, we got to get those guys back on the Broccoli Bros. Uh, you guys remember them? Uh, Top Shotter and Dean. They made the NFTs, the Roham, the Pete Overzet, <laughs> the, uh, you know, they all the legends of Top Shotter. <laughs> Did they send you? Did they send you the original? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. No what? one else between Roham and Pete? There was, that's one and two. They made an LG. The they made an LG. On. And Usman yeah. and LG. Um, I know there's more. I just wanted to know that was the ranking in your head that it was. Yeah, one, it's, it's me and, you know, Roham's like come under public fire. So I think I'm kind of like the premier kind of like guy to come out of that NFT project. Uh, I can't and- wait to respond to your next Twitter poll. <laughs> uh, but yes, that, those guys are awesome. We need to get them back on. They made. Um, uh, I love McConan bought, or I think he Dean sent him one of his full broccoli print sweatshirts, and he's been doing interviews in that in the broccoli gear, which is pretty cool. It's pretty sick. Yeah, I, I'll see if I can pull this up here. Um, uh, Plunge, what, what's going on? You, you taking a break for room service? What's going on over there? No, I'm. I you know, not to not to get all meta and and everything but when you Please have do. six white guys with like scruff talking about top shot at the same time <laughs> it's like yeah maybe there should only be five white guys with scruff talking about top shot um and i had to go to the bathroom so i don't think Belair has scruff I'd, I'd let no, you i do a little bit yeah i saw it i saw it it's hard to see thanks plush I can. Yeah. Uh, but no I, uh, I i i was i was listening i was engaged the whole time uh but yeah it's it's yeah you it's deserve it time. You you worked you worked hard tonight. You deserve a little bit of a break. <laughs> I worked hard. What, do, do you have any thoughts on part two of State of the Union? Uh, I mean, I find it very hard to disagree with MBL ever, and most of the time that I do, it is from a perspective of like there are there. Are, it is okay for Top Shot to be different for different people, right? It doesn't need, and I said this before, it doesn't need to be everything for everyone constantly. Um, and I think you hit poignant point talking about wax and other NFTs in general and tops and, and the physical card market that like there are, there are sort of ways in which collectible markets shift and adjust and all these like, and they act. I think what I will say, and that what what for a lot of people at least on the surface was relatively exciting about Top Shot early, and part of the reason that network effects were felt so massively is that it is different. It is fundamentally different because it's on the blockchain than it is for cracking a pack of Panini Prism cards and then like ending up with you know nothing. And to your point about the card show and everything, like. You have no idea what it is. That that's that was a novel thing, and I, I remember listening to you, MBL, back then, being like touting why Top Shot could be the next big thing, and why you had made such an, a massive bet on it was that the addressable market for this is is huge, and we haven't even we haven't even gotten there yet. Um, and I think that, that we're not we're still not there yet in terms of what that addressable market is. But it doesn't change the the dynamics of what the mechanics that that are interesting to people and different enough to people that they would buy into a, an NFT or a digital collectible versus a physical collectible are. So we haven't hit on it at all. I haven't heard anyone mention it yet. But 
like as I see other NFT projects take off and the one that, that right now is like far and away taking control in terms of the number of dollars spent and dollars generated is Axie Infinity. And a lot of that has to do with like the, the gamification and in-system utility that, that can be driven from that, which cannot be replicated by physical uh, collectibles, right? And that's cool, right? And you see all these different projects and some of the things that are so novel about some of these, whether it's the Punks Comics or it's the Bored Apes or it's uh, Axie Infinity or any of these other projects is like they are fundamentally different than what we're used to or what we've seen. And for a lot of people, myself included, I had no interest in being in the physical collectibles world, but some of this digital stuff made sense. And for a lot of people that are gamers or that have participated in 2K or Modern Warfare or Fortnite or any of these other digital platforms where it's nothing to spend 15 or 20 or $50 on something that powers you up or gives you a skin or does something yeah. different, that like that is a component and a huge component of what Top Shot will be longer term. And we talk about it all the time and people hint at it and we still don't quite know where it's at, but hardcore is coming. And if you've seen any of the graphics over time, like the funnel for Top Shot is like people getting in at the higher level and utilizing some, some efficacy from the lower level moments to power up their people. Um, so you, MBL, you mentioned the, the 750,000 uh, LeBron James moment, right? From a marketplace perspective, from a long-term value proposition perspective of like, I own this thing. It's not that particularly rare. You're right. Like it is, it might be $2 right now. It might always be $2 if it's just that thing. But if it is that thing plus, because it allows you to power up your Steph Curry or whatever the, you know, you can do the three pointer with the thing in the game or whatever, like that may not appeal to, or not be a huge component in terms of the, the current user base for what we care about, but it might be for the people that would be heavily engaged and involved in hardcore, like the millions of users that use candy crush, um, like the millions of users that use, uh, or play some of these other games like Fortnite or Call of Duty or whatever else. And I, I know that that's like a really cliche way to put some of this stuff and punt the, hey, there's utility down the line. But like, it's it's okay for us to to not lose sight of that and recognize that, you know, there, there may be inherent value in some of these things that we hold or that we've purchased and have gone down in value and, and maybe valuable for a future iteration of, or future um, derivation of Top Shot beyond it's a moment that I can hold in my wallet and it appreciates or depreciates in value relative to what I can do with it right this minute. So I agree and, and really well said overall. Um, and I, I love the idea that more things can happen because of the NFT technology and Top Shot knows who owns what and who has invested at what time and held for how long and who likes what team and where they live and they can take advantage of that level of information in a way that a, a physical card company can't. And I think that's a great point, uh, a plunge. And I, I think that it's a genuinely beneficial thing. I love the idea of in arena benefits um, of, of things like that, of, of limited merchandise. If, if you hold a certain moment or a certain, maybe if you have the full team collection, you can get some 
Knicks thing or some Bucks thing, whatever it is. I, I really like the idea of all of, all of that. I, the only thing I'm ca- I, I, I'd love to caution against um, is getting too NFTE, get you know, start to, starting to creep into DeFi world and doing things that are unapproachable and intimidating for people. But I, I think to your point, and, and you said it really well, there's a lot of potential here, and w- which is why I think of this as the the newer and better version of sports cards. Uh, you know, as you mentioned, a huge addressable market. NFT potential um, and, and all that good stuff, and, and that's what continues to give me confidence here. So I think that's uh, well said. And right. I will. I've, I've and one more one more point. Yeah. I've said this on many streams before. If you don't think that you are the product because you are a you have a Dapper wallet, which is a crypto wallet, and you are KYC'd, and like they can point you, and I say they broadly, but like Dapper and. Floaty is built on this as well. Like flow blockchain is not just, hey, there's top shot moments. There are other inherent assets that are pointed at and kind of interactive with these things. There right now, in theory, are 300 to 500,000 people with a dapper wallet that they can point at various other things. And and I think that, that like that's the potential here. And if we think about beyond top shot and into NHL slap shot and NFL gridiron, whatever the hell they want to call these things. Like that's like, we're already built into that. And there, it doesn't mean that you're, you're, uh, you know, Jaron Jackson Jr. 40,000 moments are going to go up massively in price. Like they might've in February when the supply was low, but like, that's what they're building for. And it's okay to not, be like super cool with the fact that this might be a one or two or five year plan down the line and be angry at Dapper for the actions that they've taken that have diminished the value of your current account in the last you know month or a couple months because of those things. So um, I sort of like, I generally lean positive on all this stuff because it's just frankly like way easier and it's like no like water off my back <laughs> and I, you know, maybe I didn't have as many bags as some other people that might have had massive bags and whatnot, but like, I just don't get all worked up over it. <laughs> and that's sort of where I'm at with this. And I'm trying to find the fun in it. So that's I, I just want to say, too, yeah. what's, what's kind of cool about this, too, is like, I feel like they're, and I mean, this, I'm not trying to be like, oh, a rainbow, like everyone collects differently. And that's what makes Top Shot exciting. But I, I don't really attack it in the way that like these, com- wow, I'm just like having a fucking disco party over there. You went like upside down. Um, That was the super rare cool cat. Of that was, dude, NFT of I right screenshot there. that and have sold it. <laughs> uh, but I think what's so cool about it is that like the way that that whole conversation is not a thing that I've had. I've been like, wow, DeAndre Ayton should be more expensive uh, because DeAndre Ayton's good, and I don't know why he's not more expensive. So that I think that's what's been kind of cool about this entire experience is some people are like, oh, this is a collector thing, so we should like get the whole team, and maybe if you get the whole team, you get a bonus. Uh, and some people are like, oh, this is a Genesis. This is a one of 50. This is Cosmo, whatever. And then some people are like, wow, Jokic was the MVP and somehow he's like way cheaper than a lot of the other top shot debuts. So I do think it is just like kind of fascinating how so many different types of people. So in the same way that top shot is kind of fucked trying to appease all of the masses, it's also a benefit in the sense that like you can collect in a way I can collect in a way you can collect in a way and all have a very different angle at it. 
And I don't know, that just felt like a really nice, positive thing to say. So I'm going <laughs> to share that with the group. <laughs> um, I, uh, I've enjoyed this conversation. I think we should start to land the plane here. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to do this cool cats giveaway. I put the names on the wheel and, uh, plunge. I believe we have two of these to give away. That is correct. So, uh, I think, you know, we'll spin this and you, whoever wins this, wins these two things, your responsibility is to reach out to me via Twitter or DM. And if you have an ETH address, you need to get that to me. And you also absolutely fundamentally need to be in the cool cats discord. If you're not in the cool cats discord, then I can't help you. So you need to be in there. DM me um, with your ETH address. If you don't have one, DM me and I'll help you figure out how to get one. Um, but yeah, whoever wins these two things, I'll, I'll work with the cool cats team to get you one of those cool cats, which right now is worth 0.149 ETH on the look at this. Do we got a, a, a quick note? The wow. Bucks are making oh. a little bit of a run. They are. No, no. A little bit. They're down nine. Yeah. All right. There, Tigbo, I saw you in the chat earlier. You heard uh, Plunge's instructions. Thanks. Reach out to him. Hit me in DMs on Twitter or Discord, and, and we'll get all situated. We are going to do. Your cool cat is a good center circle piece. It, looks it, is nice. it really is. That Thank is you. Nice. I'm just the, uh, the branding slot down. Nice. Uh, Eagle Putt. There you nice. go. Congratulations. There you go, Tigbo, in the chat. Oh, still chilling. Eagle putt. Eagle putt. Um, I've, I've given some shit to Eagle putt. Really? <laughs> yeah. Bunch of Kyle Lowry's. Yeah. I love how we all have like very long, expansive histories with everyone in the chat. They're like, oh, yeah. I actually got uh, drinks with him back in 95. Yeah. Uh, okay. And this is what we are going to do finally. Uh, Eric, I believe, were you bullshitting me? Did you say you had a Cool Cats pack? I have a Cool Cats pack and two playoff packs. Okay, like goals. that. We are doing a walk off Cool Cats pack tonight, wow. and then uh, D-Mang, you said you had a playoff pack, right? I do. All right, wow. guys. Well, I it do. is time. We're gonna open up some packs. You know what we do around here. Yo, 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 what up? It's DJ Pete Overzet. Welcome to the club. We didn't think things were gonna get popping tonight, but it's about to get lit. Behind door number two, it's a three-pointer. 1325, Kevin Durant! We're gonna get a LaMelo. We're gonna get a Luca. We're gonna get a LeBron. Victory reveal! Let's go! God damn it! I don't need another layup! To the window! To the wall! The De'Aaron Fox stripped down my ball! 293 assists! Everybody get their drinks! Let's get a cheers tonight before we open up these nine packs! Cheers, cheers. Shout out to Zakarian and Plunge for hopping in the club. We didn't miss a beat tonight. Really appreciate you guys uh, joining us. And uh, of course, Zakarian, you have, are you still rolling every every morning? I noticed you flexed so, one to an afternoon. No, uh, we, are, we are straight up afternooning now. We are afternooning because the summer schedule changed. So 3.30 Eastern every, every weekday. 3.30. Oh, I love it. No one, no one is working harder in the Top Shot content space. Not necessarily game. smarter, <laughs> but definitely harder. <laughs> uh, and plunge, uh, what's going on over here? You got the the plunge, uh, the plunging going uh, with your with your goons, Taylor, <laughs> the goon squad. Yeah, uh, Chugs yeah, and Bugs. Go what's Thursday going nights. on? Yeah, so we yeah. go Thursday nights, 9:30 Eastern, uh, 6:30 Central. Oh, excuse me, 6:30 Pacific. Um, every Thursday. Yeah. You, you kind of kicked us off the Tuesday squatter 
uh, corner, so we had to switch gears, which is fun. Um, but <laughs> I'm not salty about it, I promise. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Tuesday is just so, so juicy. You go up against the NBA Finals, it's awesome. Yeah, so we got we got that going on. Uh, should be a good, good week this week. Um, NBL, you uh, floaty, what, what's going on? You got when, when, when flotation device merch? I mean, seriously, they're coming, the wings are coming. Um, <laughs> I'll do two final thoughts on State of the Union. One, um, is in terms of things that I would be okay with Top Shot doing, I, I, I think burning and trade ins are actually kind of user friendly. Um, Ryan made a comment in the chat, and I think he's right. I am scared that if we NFT E. Top shot too much. We go too far in that direction. It'll it'll more scare off new users than the current users. I think the current user base would love it. I think new users would hate it. Um, overall, final point is I am I, I would like people to kind of look at Top Shot in a a vacuum outside of your account value and see the strides they've made. Um, yes, it sucks. Account values are down. It's horrible. It's real money could be spent on valuable things um and that's awful but i also think top shots heading in the right direction and doing good things and so try and separate those two make constructive criticisms but try to avoid the top shot is dog shit because my account is down line of thinking <laughs> there you go i mean literally all mbl is asking for is just can we have a marginally higher level of discourse which i think is yes. a, a reasonable request yes yes um, and that's it i'm done all right, D-Mang, I mean, I don't want to make assumptions that you know how to screen share, but I don't see your screen in the hopper here, so. All right, sorry, I should have got he, that. He's, he's cracked packs on my stream before, so he should, should Wait, know. D-Mang, wow. you're, you're just going around town just ripping packs on any fucking person's stream? Like, what's going on? Uh, I do stream around a bit. I'm sorry, I do, I do stream wow. around a bit. You just show up to tennis courts in you know. Philly, you're on Plunge's show. I mean, you really get around. You know. You got to keep an active lifestyle. <laughs> okay. So, get, get your screen share up, but I feel dirty. I'm just going to let you know that right now. Uh, um, yeah. And as D-Mang is doing this, I will give instructions. Uh, we want to continue please, no. to let people know, not only will uh, Team Hold be in Vegas, Club Top Shot is going to be in Vegas. We have booked our flights. We've started to book our hotels. Um we are all going to be out there. We're still working on details. If we can pull off a live show at the very least, we will have a meetup. We're going to summer league on Sunday. I believe it's the 15th, Mike. I think, I think 15th is correct. I'm confirming right now. Yes. Yeah. 15th. So yeah. So Sunday, the 15th, we're going to summer league. If you want to get tickets for that, the 16th will, uh, hopefully be playing some hoops, hopefully doing a live show, a meetup, but, uh, anyone, uh, a part of the top shot fam uh, is down to hang out. And we'll have some more details later with some actual logistics for that stuff, but wanted to continue to put that on your guys's radar. Uh, I know plunge is too afraid of the heat to make it out there in, in August though. Where are you staying though? Where are you staying, Pete? We uh we might be staying at the Cosmo, Mike. Is there a Marriott on the strip? No, Cosmo <laughs> is the only place that you can get you can redeem Marriott points on the strip. There you go. And Holy it's the only shit. place that has balconies on the strip, which is mm-hmm. highly recommended. Also true. Okay. I'm, look at I'm this. impressed that you know this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who is Collins BK and how do we get a room? Oh, yo, shut up. hey Collins BK, a shout out Collins BK. I don't know if I'm allowed to do this. Uh but he he hooked us up with some MGM situations for You're getting for, influencer hotel rooms? I, I we're paying for them, but uh but he yeah, he's Collins BK is the real deal. So so 
get get Collins BK. Get yeah, in touch, DMs are open. DMs what are does open. this mean, Frank? I'm gonna seem like an old man at the Cosmo. <laughs> it's, a young, yeah. it's a young man's game, Pete. You're what, 33, 34? I mean... Yeah, Pete's got real golden nugget vibes. Yeah, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go work on my traps. Uh, <laughs> and that's, I, a good, that's a good vibe for you. Oh, uh, let's see this. Okay, all right, D-Mang. you have shared yeah. audio. Wow, I didn't even have to give you the uh, look at this collection you're sitting on. Whoa, here. What, Whoa you got a cool here? cats too. I, well, I have the the seventeen seventy eight. I am holding. Oh, it's the curry. Yeah. Oh, yes. okay. Gotcha, yes. gotcha. Yeah, the curry. Yes. Man. Uh, holding the curry. Imagine no. being able to hold like that. Mike, I, Mike, your entire show name is called Team Hold. It doesn't. Yeah, I hold. I hold them after I open them. <laughs> this is a real achievement. I'm a pretty impatient person, and there's like a nice dopamine rush opening these packs. It's like incredible. it's it's hard. Um, yeah. Wow, Eric, what uh, what playoff pack are you? Do you uh, are you are you opening a playoff pack as well? No, so no, no. Cool. Eric is doing cool cats. We okay. it is a cool cats kind of night. All right, so I can do uh, what what do we think? Series one, series whatever, two. whatever you want, whatever I'll you're in the mood one. for. All right, we'll go. Did with you say one. series one? Did you say that? Was that? I'm mean, not series one. Uh, the the drop. Uh, the oh, first okay. pack or the second Whew. pack. Gotcha. All right, Sorry. series two release. Uh, I don't want to. Yeah. No serious one here. I came in in February. It was it was a shit show. No, they they're only doing like nineteen or twenty playoff moments, right? It's not, it's not a billion. I would hope so. <laughs> I thought it was low number. I don't too, I don't know off the top of my head, but I thought it was too low. Soon, too soon. I'm sorry, too guys. Soon, too, too soon. soon. I'm sorry. Yeah, let's. I'm no, sorry, guys. No over. You know, we we are gonna keep them low, so there's no. Uh, yeah. All right, D Mang. Let right. it rip. <laughs> Nine zero four two. DeAndre, oh, let's go. We're talking about eight. I love this dude. I'm more expensive. He should be more expensive. Have a look at that. Here we go. Very nice. Oh, finally. Javis Bertans, baby. The moment he was, he was a mess this year. What a mess. Yeah, I love that they gave him a dunk, too. That's his only dunk in his yeah. career. <laughs> All right. Okay. Kill Here we go. Some edges. That's a cool pass. Nice pass. Nice pass. pass. Rookie to rookie. Okay. Ooh. I love that's, Killian Hayes. I that's like a nice that book. Moment. I like that one. That's cool one. Okay. Yeah, we'll take it. It's a dub. It's a dub. Uh D Man, you want you want to do another or are we gonna we gonna I'll do to another? Do? Yeah, I'll All go right, another. Let's do one more. Let's do one more from you yeah, here. You only have like 19 or 20 packs left. Just like, <laughs> I can see you know? in his eyes. He he wants to take these to the grave with him. I can tell. Uh, I want to go back to uh, this one here. Right. Okay. Here Another playoffs plaque. Let's release one and two is to which I was referring earlier. All right. So we got release two now. Yeah. I get so excited you had a series one. I, I wish I, yeah, I was too. <laughs> All right, we got five moments. Okay, all right. 
Ah, uh, nice little step through. Slow motion. What kind of minutes is Paco oh. gonna get at Summer League? Oh, the Summer League is making it. good minutes. That's what I'm talking about. Alright. We need to Bacon one time. Give us the magic. Ooh. Oh, Matisse! Okay. Throw it down. Is that the play-up moment? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Alright. Top shot would be hearing from D Mang's lawyer if it wasn't the top shot. Nice. I like that works. I like that works. Come on, um so epic. Hey, look at that rotation by Wiseman. Some more Detroit. Killian. Another Killian. Oh. The moment for the match, you gotta get it twice, D man. Get it on the marketplace. Alright. Ooh, bugs. Oh, yeah. Got okay. it. Hell yeah. Oh, I like Nice packs. Nice. That was a good too. That was very nice. Do we see that? What happened at the end of the game? Oh, was there a game going on? Suns are up 14 now. Oh, Hey, real quick, DeAndre 18 and 18. DeAndre 18 and 18. Look at that, man. Why is he so cheap, Mike? Why is he so cheap? I'm just saying, guys. Um. Okay. All right, Eric. It is time. We're going to do a walk-off Cool Cats pack. It's Cool Cats night. It's the best soundtrack on Wh all of the packs. Which Cool Cats is it? Which Cool Cats is it, Eric? It's uh, it's drop three. It was like a... Okay. The Jokic? Is it the Jokic? They, I don't even remember. I, I bought like a base pack, and I only got two moments in it, and they did this whole customer service thing where they gave everybody that got only two moments a Cool Cats pack. <laughs> Wait, cool. I didn't know that was a thing. You had a base pack with two moments in it? Yep. Dude, Man. that's that's rare, dude. That's, <laughs> that's <laughs> not great. Yeah, dude. I feel like you, I feel like you gotta open something else. That's <laughs> no, I got two playoff packs if you want. No, no, no. I was no, just kidding. It's, I was cool kidding. No, just, it's cool. At, at some point, like in the last couple months, like I think Jacob get when he came on or something, like gave us a cool cats pack to open to give out. The cool cats one packs, they're unbelievable. Like the yeah. stuff that's in there, because it's all the fifteen thousands, like yeah. really good stuff from early right. on. There's some seventy five thousands. There's some four thousand rookies, and there's like the five thousand cool cats. Like it's all fire. They're all like four or five hundred dollar packs. And the, there were no cues for that. Those are just emails, right? They're like, hey, did well, you fill out I mean, this Google form? Yeah, if you were lucky <laughs> enough to get in. I know people. There were some people that got five in that drop, that's which too many. That would have been really nice to be able to get a Luca for free. Seriously. Um, all right, Eric, uh, last time you attempted a screen share on this show, you literally ended up in the ER after. <laughs> like, not even a bit. <laughs> this is the gold medal for the walk-off shot, and, and Woolman's asked, so gold medal right now. There you go, gold medal. So, Eric, have you taken the necessary precautions? You're not going to get an earbud stuck in your ear tonight. 
Yeah, they're good. They're good tonight. Okay, because that okay. was a very traumatic experience for everyone. <laughs> if if you're in the Deposit Kingdom Discord, it's a you nice experience for me. I mean. Yeah, we won't get into that. Um, <laughs> Eric literally has uh, one of his roles in the Discord is uh, earbud trauma survivor. So it's a knight that lives in infamy here in the Deposit Kingdom. Uh, also, shout out to our sponsor, Underdog Fantasy. They continue to have all, uh, they got the best ball contest going. They got the $5 best ball contest going now, the puppy they got slow drafts, fast drafts. Uh, the, the puppy drafts are filling so unbelievably fast. It is insane. It is going to fill in probably three weeks. So get on underdog, uh, use promo code P have lots of fun on there. Um, and we're going to walk it off tonight with a cool cats pack on cool cats night. Blair shared the screen successfully. Let's do this. For once. Uh, and just, I remember I was on plunges show a while back and Wait, you've been on Plunge's show? What? Everyone's getting around. <laughs> wow. wow. The plunging. I couldn't share my screen with audio because, again, I was using Firefox, but I've cured my Chrome's disease. So. <laughs> Am I better... the only one that's not been on Plunge's stream? This is you disgusting. You need a better booker, Pete. Same, dude. <laughs> and to talk to my agent. Yeah, look at this. And as you can see, yeah, me and Abiel are lifelong next fans. <laughs> All right, Eric. How many moments do we have in this back? I have no idea. God, I five, can't wait right? to hear this five? music. Oh, it was three. Three? Yeah, I think. Maybe it'll be like a really weird. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Andre, let's go. Watching him, it's so good. That's Nick Nick in sports right now. Yeah, uh, I wish they had more of a slow mo play. I know, slow mo play, or at least get yeah, at least give him some. Slow -mo. Wow, if they slow down the footage, that would be yes. amazing. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, They could, they could have some better Randall highlight than that. They definitely could. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some jive. Oh, some more slow-mo. There we go. You played it perfectly, though. Savonis. Savonis. All right, guys. Thank you to Plunge. Thank you to Zakarian. Thank you to D-Mang. Thank you to Blair. Thank you to Mike. We will see you guys next week. We're here every Tuesday. Thanks to Underdog Fantasy. I'm Pete.